You are about to experience the corpse cast. We would advise any listener who may be ill, pregnant, or of weak constitution to reconsider listening to the show for fear of an onset of health issues related to encountering bouts of pure shock or fright. For those who wish to continue, just remember to avoid fainting. Keep repeating, it's only a podcast, only a podcast. Everybody and welcome to episode eighty-eight of the Corpse Cast. I'm Mike. Eighty-eight, you say? You don't say? And I'm Shane. Hi. How you doing, Shane? Is that, isn't that amazing, right? That's 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 a it's it's big time, right? You know, I'll tell you what. For yeah, for as as amazed as you are in the eighties, like you know, once we get up to the triple digits, it's all over. That's all we're if talking I'm like about. One twenty-one. Oh my oh God! My can God. you believe we're here? Anyway, dude, how you been, man? Oh, all right, good. Ah, uh, I you know, same with me. Let's just put it this way: it's been one of those weeks that uh, that that lover boy working for the weekend. Yeah, that that that's what they made that song for. Oh, yeah, everybody's working for. the Who weekend. doesn't like that song when it just comes on? You know, and I'll tell you what too. Speaking of young Mike, speak. You know, we have the question of the episode coming up: a song that when you were young you didn't appreciate, and now you get. It. Now I get that now, man. I remember listening to that song and it's like. Come on, during the day's great too, but when you got a wife and three kids and a mortgage and a full time job, it's like uh, yeah, there's just some of those old timey songs that you hear and you're like Everybody's working for the weekend. Maybe maybe all those turds who were telling me that that alternative rock was just noise, maybe there was something to that, right? Uh, maybe classic there was. rock, yeah. maybe. You know what? That's all they still play on the radio around here. Well, I mean still. really Nirvana and all that's getting into well, classic yeah, rock. Well, and, um, in Guns and Roses, and I guess ACDC's always kind of been that, yeah. even when we were young. But, but anyway, so this episode, people, we got we got a hell of an episode for you today. Mm-hmm. I can see it coming. Shane, for the first time in his long and illustri- uh, illustrious, illustrious life, yeah. sorry, yeah, wow, watched Cannibal Holocaust. Uh huh. Yes. I and did. you don't say anything. No, don't. don't. No, I won't. No, we're going to talk about that. That's the movie we're talking about today, folks. And I mean, I, I we haven't talked about how he liked it or anything like that. He hasn't given me any little nuggets of thoughts. I don't like to do that. Well, we got to save it because you know what? This is one. You're basically a, a Holocaust, a cannibal Holocaust virgin. Well, I'm a virgin. Yeah, you're not a Holocaust I'm, virgin. I, I, well, I'm not a Holocaust. I mean, you survivor, are. You sure. are. But I'm just saying. I don't know if we want to just cut out the cannibal part of that because then it's a whole different virgin type of virgin, right? Yeah. Uh, I'm neither. I'm I'm both, really. Well, I'm, a, I'm not I'm anymore a, with the cannibal. I'm a Holocaust virgin, yeah, and I'm a cannibal virgin, but, but I am not a, can- a cannibal Holocaust virgin. Very any well put, sir. Very yeah. well put. We're also going to be talking about a band, a, a psychobilly band mm-hmm. from. Good day, Mike. How about down, putting another the, shrimp on the Bobby? The land down under, where women glow and men mm. chunder. Chunder? Yeah, like. <laughs> Is that what that is? Yeah, I always thought it was of, thunder. No, it's chunder. Oh. You know what? We're going to have to check that because I'm not feeling very confident about my uh, men at work skills. You could be right. I could be sound, right, but it, I could be wrong. Yeah. Could be right. Maybe, okay, sorry. Maybe crazy. Okay. 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 But right. uh, we're going to be talking about their album from 2007 called Dealing the Death Card. Yeah. 
Now, we'll talk about these guys more, obviously, but we've done these guys on the video show. That's, yeah. A different album of theirs called Glad Rags and Body Bags, right? Yeah, that's right. And uh, so, not only are we getting back into kind of the horror, psychobilly, punk type stuff, but we're going to see how Zombie Ghost Train has been, if they've been doing better or worse. Better, worse, uh, sick and poor, uh, till death do them part. Oh. You know? You know, Oh. The psycho Billy's a marriage. Is that, a marriage is that how it is? It's a marriage to yourself. Well, let, oh, really? Because I've made sweet, sweet love to myself many times, and we did it out of wedlock. I didn't know you could even marry yourself. You could marry yourself. Well, you married yourself the minute you grabbed a hold of your ding dong. Common for the first law time marriage. Right? I don't wow. have. I didn't put a ring on it. Is what is I'm that? Saying? What this thing can do? Wow! <laughs> I will never leave you. That's I, a. That's a. The minute you got done, the first time you masturbated, you uh, said, I will never leave you. And I will do this every day. I'll never forget the day that I had, things get I had my little red dot football game, the handheld football game when you were a kid, you know, oh, yeah. you know those red yeah. dots and stuff. And all of a sudden, I put that up on the shelf and said, I found a new toy to play with to keep my hands yeah. busy. I don't need you anymore. It's like that t- uh, Toys, the, the movie with uh, Tommy Hanks. Yeah, it's like it's like that game's up there. It's like this guy's masturbating every every second of his life, man. He's leaving me alone up here. The little football game. The difference is the difference is if I would have had a little bleep bleep football game. If I would have had a, a giant awesome green dinosaur like that, he would not have left unscathed. Mm. He would have been sodomized every day of the year. Yeah, you would have you would have said what 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 happens if I do this? Yeah, with it. Let, let's you know. And and I was an, a very crafty and resourceful young man. I would have you know made you know so paper mache grapefruit. Uh, yeah, you know that's just awful, things. You know that's, that's, just that's awful. What, figure what are we, out I, things to do with it. Um, but we got a lot to talk about today. Right. Um, the first off, the first thing I want to talk about, and if you're not on our Facebook group or you haven't been there in a little while. You've missed out on this so far, but here's here's let, let let's let me let me give you a little bit of the uh, the upcoming schedule for the Corpse Cast. As we know, this month is Thanksgiving, yeah. where we eat turkey and watch football. And if you're Shane, he eats turkey. I eat turkey and watch uh, you know reality TV or something. Okay, all right, and just go yeah, that's fucking good turkey. Yeah, well I you know what, whatever whatever you choose to do. What we are going to do, actually, that week, the night before Thanksgiving, we're going to be filming a couple of uh, video episodes. So, we, you know, we would usually skip on a day that we do video episodes, or on a week that we do video episodes, we would usually skip the audio show, mm-hmm. and we're going to do that this that week as well. Right. So there'll be no new show the last weekend of November. However, since we do have a little bit of extra time, we thought, you know what? Why don't we put together another Corpse Cast Skype Movie watching party. Yeah, we haven't done that in a while. Last time it happened, epic things. Yeah. Okay. First of all, Gammy's chair. She's been. I broke Gammy's chair. Gam, and you know what? Let gone. me and let me tell you something. She's been standing for dinner ever since then. I come, Absolutely. I come in and she has her walker and she's kind of shaky. And then yeah. she looks at me and she curses me in some kind of weird Eastern European. Language. Oh yeah, Romanian. Yeah. Oh, weird. Mustache and a big mole. All of it. It's all there. Hot. You know what? That big mole thing I thought would be racist until I met a Romanian. One hundred percent of the Romanians I ever met have a big mole like that. So it's yeah. just it's just a fact of life. Uh, and second, there that led to an engagement, people. Yeah, like a real live engagement. Drunk Dan and Kitty Ross. Do they still call him Drunk Dan? Is that PC? 
to call him? Uh, yeah, call him whatever you want. Right. Well, I mean, as long as you call him Dan, or as long as you don't call him late for dinner. Good one, dude. Oh. No, but we got a Facebook event coming, and I think we have five people coming or whatever. And unlike last time, you know, oh, we're only going to do ten, and sign, you know, everybody sign up. We're just, we're going to go have fun, and I'm going to be going to go crazy. We're, we're going to see how many people we can get on the Skype. If you want to show, if you want to get a spot, go ahead and and then what we need you to do is not only uh, sign up, say you're going to go, but also shoot me uh, your or at least put it put your Skype name somewhere, or give that to me sure. somehow, okay. And then uh, we'll get all that th- whole thing going. Yeah. Um, and then, we're going to watch a movie. Yeah. And one movie's been put out that we're going to watch Terror Vision. And maybe that'll be the one that we do. Okay. Uh, that's the only one that's been brought up. And, then, you know, it's a pretty good one. I think it's on Netflix streaming. All right. And so, I mean, that that's helpful. But, I mean, it's not set in stone. Even though I, I, it'd be hard to choose a better one. But anyway. Terror Vision sounds good to me. Have you seen it? No. Oh, you'd love it. Want to know how I know you love it? Why? Because I love it. That's not a. I know. I yeah. That's. I don't a, know. Whatever. Okay. Um. And you know what? Last episode. And, and okay. On to the new thing. So basically, if you want in, come to the Facebook group, email me, or, or search for it on on uh, Facebook, your events or whatever. I didn't invite anybody. Like you know how you get invited to every freaking event on the planet. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, you have to. I don't want to annoy everybody. You know. So everybody just come find it and and sign up for that. You know what band we did last week. Yeah, the Demio Bogares. The Demon Burger. But, but, okay, you remember that one, right? Mm-hmm. I forgot to mention something about the band that we did the week before that, which was Dead by Dawn. Yeah, you yeah. You, you did mention did, Oh, it. did I mention that we forgot the three songs? Yeah. Okay, sorry, never mind. I had that on because I thought we forgot it, but, you know, we're just going to move past that then. Yeah, never mind. You, you mentioned that Go there was actually 13 songs. And I'm songs. an idiot. Okay, I just wanted to make sure I mentioned that. Um, Let's see. Uh, Okay. 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 Is everything fine? God, are you are you okay? I know. I, I'm trying to get this out of the way. And I also, Breathe. I also wanted to mention one thing. Fullmoonstreaming.com. I just got it. I've watched yeah. like four full moon movies. Like like for I've already made up my six bucks. Is one of the Fullmoonstreaming.com. I'm trying it out, people, and I I want to give it a great. I want to give it a big recommend. Is what I'm saying. You're giving it the the big. There's, I'll tell you what. There's not as there's not everything like it claims to have. There's not every single little thing on there, but there's a lot of like behind the scenes and extra stuff like that that makes it really super cool. Uh, but I'm enjoying it. it it's really it's kind of ghetto. I mean, compared to like Netflix and Hulu, because you have to watch it in a browser. Sure, you can't watch it on like a, like your PS3 or whatever, or an app or or whatever. That's but fine. I'm just saying. I just I just wanted to know. I you know I put I, I want to let people know that I did it and I don't regret it so far. Plus, it was only six bucks. Yeah. A month, so I'm probably gonna extend that. All right, that's it. You guys I hope ready? You, do. you guys, re- <laughs> why do? You, what do you care? <laughs> what do you? What do you care? Uh, anyway, there's something that happened. We're done with the business. Okay, something happened. That we're now we're talking. Now we're jibber jabbering oh. about horror. Okay. Okay, something. And happened. this is gonna be a controversial subject. And I want to warn you, people. Okay. Don't get all fired up. I know GP is going to get all fired up about this, too. He's going to get fired. He's going to be like, that son of a bitch. I, you know what? Oh, He's going to percolate. As if, as if he needs another reason to hate my guts, right? Okay. But. Something happened. I just want to mention something. Okay. You, you know a guy named George A. Romero? I do. Why don't you go ahead and let Well, the, I might get mad at it, too. Yeah, I think you might. Do you know what I'm going to be talking about? No, you go ahead oh, and spill okay. your beans, but okay. I got a good idea. Uh, okay, Romero, he was asked actually to—I don't know if he was asked to 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 uh, um, direct 
some episodes of The Walking Dead or whatever, right? But he was, So he might be butthurt, is what you're saying. He may or may <laughs> not be butthurt. No, first of all, that's a weird term, and I've always thought that. Uh, but second, but because what is that? where do you think that comes from? Do you think that's PC? Do you think the term yeah, butthurt? Butthurt is... I, I always picture that somebody got sodomized and it's hurt. Yeah. And it's I don't know where that came from. That's, that is weird. So, yeah. I, anyways. Uh, anyways, I, I just, you know, just talking about the etymology of that. The uh, hero of all zombie movies, George A. Romero. Oh, oh here it is. Godfather it is. of zombies. They asked me, meaning they, this is George Romero, to do a couple of episodes of The Walking Dead, but I wouldn't, didn't want to be a part of it. Basically, it's a soap opera with a zombie occasionally. I always used the zombie as a character for satire or a political criticism, and I find that is what's missing in what's happening now. Okay. Okay. Now, now. Okay. I I I see where he's coming from. Okay. Now, I I, mean, I may shock you. This may surprise you. Okay. I kind of. I mean, he. You know, he, he's right. I mean, I've been saying this for a long time. He's right. I don't. I don't care for The Walking Dead because I. I mean, this is kind of what it is. But a lot of people do, and just because mm-hmm. I don't like something doesn't mean that other people aren't stupid if they or are stupid if they like it. Right. Right. That's surprising because you usually feel that way. But go ahead. Well, in this case, I'm not. In this case, okay. okay. Well, no. Come on, jerk. I'm usually pretty nice. But I. I'm actually going to do something right now. All right. That may shock you. I'm going to defend The Walking you Dead huck a, lee, a little huck bit. A lee. No, I'm. I'm just saying. Oh, like the internet was a firestorm with this. You know, oh, people were like, it's like, it's like people in, in, I mean, obviously I saw a bunch of people do this. I don't know in my limited group sure, of people sure. I follow. I mean, I don't know if this was a big firestorm or whatever, but I saw a lot of people like actually say, who does that guy know, man? He hasn't made a good movie and let you know, and he's, they're out there all, they're lashing out at him, you know, and could here, be debated. And yes. here I am thinking, you know what? This is the godfather of the zombies. He's the king of the zombies. Without him, there's no Walking Dead as we know it now. But here's... Okay, I'm just going to go right into it. Go for it. Here's my defense, okay? Um, And I've always said this. The Walking Dead looks awesome. It looks great. Sure. The the zombies, you know, all the thing, the the DP does a great job on it. Um, You know, it even looks like it's theatrical quality, right? Um, But I've got to say, man, television in my opinion, is a much different medium than film. And it seems to me that it would be easier. And Okay, and, and I'm going to preface this by saying I'm full of shit, so I don't know because I don't make TV shows and I don't make movies too. But this is this is what my brain tells me. Okay, it let's go It seems like brains. it would be easier to make a 90-minute movie, to make something interesting, even, you know, even if it's like, uh, you know, like, like he's talking about a political or a social message or sure. something like that. For 90 minutes, that's great. You okay. pack it in, 90 minutes, there you go. And you've made your statement, and then you walk away. Right. Okay, that's great. Um, the problem is, is when you've, got a, when you've got a TV show with all this stuff, I think even the political statements that he was trying to make, a handful of political statements that he was trying to make would get dull as shit, too. Sure. I, well, okay. Well, okay, so you're saying, like, over that period of time, not 90 minutes, but... Is that what you're trying to say? Is yes, like exactly. over the, over a long well, period. Well, how many seasons are there? Four seasons that we're on our four. Started the, the fourth seasons. season, yeah. And I, and all I'm saying is this: it's like if you, I, mean, I haven't read the, I haven't read the, um, the the comics, but the comics must do this well too. Whereas you know they take these, it's it's it, it's not about a political statement necessarily. It's not about 
The Walking Dead is not about a political statement. It's not about right. a social statement. It's about a situation, and it's about a group of people, right? Right. Survival. The comic books are like that, I assume. I, from what I've read, I probably read the first two, what do you call those, like the big ones? I can't, I don't know. Oh, you know. yeah, yeah, yeah. But so I've read the first two, and, that, and that's basically what it's all about. I just, what I'm saying is, is I think that if, if this is going to be an ongoing thing, how, how much can you, can, you, can you bash on consumerism? You know, you can't do that for a full season, you know. How how sure. long can you bash on, you know, whatever, whatever. You can't uh, bash on really anything. No. For very and long. And that's what I'm saying. So, know? I think that if you're if you're looking to do this kind of thing in the long run, you I mean, it's got to be about just the characters. It right. cannot have this I, I mean, and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm totally wrong. Maybe I'm just short-sighted. But I just think that if 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 Romero made how, how long's a how long's a season like 13 episodes yeah 13 times 45 minutes all i'm saying is and, and that's one and that's one season right yeah i'm just saying it's got it's got to be about uh, it cannot be about the same thing pushed in pushed i'm i uh, and that and that's what i say i think my i made my point sure sure i don't know what do you think i think it is a soap opera okay. but i think it's a soap opera made for people like me who like things that are i mean because you that series is based all around the characters that are involved. Right. You need to see them. Oh my God, is he going to live? Is he going to die? Are they going to have a baby? What the hell's going on? Is no. this, that? Is the, is the little baby going to live? Is the Carl going to live? It is a soap opera, but it's made for people like me who like zombies, who like to go, what if the end of the world happens? And so it's like, why not? You know, but it is also a hip and cool thing to shit all over something. As soon as it becomes, you know, oh, right, this is right. huge and popular. Well, I'm going to be someone that goes. Listen, I'm going to shit all over. Listen, I'm, I'm, and and, you know? and I, I hope you don't think that I'm one of these guys who shit on it because I don't like it. Sure. I mean, and I probably have shit on it to piss people off, like GP and stuff like that. I'll admit, you know, whatever. But it's like it is. It is exactly what you said. It's that soap opera. If you don't like it, that's fine. But I think who's Daryl going to hook up? I is, think is going to be with Michonne. What's the governor doing back? It's it's a soap opera made for me. The thing is, is I think that he's right. Like I said, I still he is right. You would you you say he's exactly right, but he doesn't have to be all condescending about it, right? I mean, is well, that weird? And don't get me wrong, I still love him, but I mean that's kind of a. I mean, it, it's I think it's with the medium, it's too different. I don't think that that it you can. It's not comparing apples to apples. You know, I just, it's just two totally different things. And, and how do you have zombies? How do you, how do you go, hey, I'm George Romero uh-huh. and they're asking me, 16 million people watching right. this show, right. we want you to come film some episodes. You go, oh, fuck that. I don't want to fucking be well, part you know, of that because the- that's, 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 that's way easier to do than go, okay, my last couple of movies. I'm going to go uh-huh. ahead and come in and film it. And people go, what the fuck happened well, in those last two episodes? And you know what would be, and I thought about that too. I thought, well, maybe, you know what he could have, he could do two or three episodes with some kind of a mini story arc where he's making his statement. Sure. And maybe he just doesn't have anything to say or maybe, you know, whatever. Maybe he's too old. He doesn't give a shit anymore. Right. Sure. Who knows? Um, I just, I don't know. I don't, it, it seems by the way that he, it, the, the, it seems by the tone of the article, at least, that he was kind of looking down on it and stuff like that. But I don't know. I don't. I. Hey. I, I don't think. I. I, I don't have. It a is. A, hey, I'm not gonna lie. It is a soap opera, because you're just watching the ca- Herschel. 
I was telling my kid, I'm like, man, I'm going to ball like a baby when this guy dies. When he dies, <laughs> right. I'm going to go. I'm going to cry like a kid right. because I love that character. Sure. I like that old man. You know, and there's characters I give shit less about. But yeah. it is a soap opera. It's going to keep going and going and going. And you go, what's going to happen? And you either tune out mm-hmm. or, you, or you keep watching and go, yeah, I love all this, you know, and let's see what happens with it. But right. it's going to keep going. Well, I, well, as long as it keeps having viewers and making money, you're, you're GD you're right de- about yeah. that, right? It's it's never ending. So My wife will continue. There's been shit on soap operas for 50 years yeah. straight. Yeah. It's like an alien came down, raped your daughter. It's like, you know, if it gets <laughs> outlandish, maybe I stop. I'll yeah, tell because you, the end of the world where there's Walking Dead is not too outlandish. Right? I will tell you one thing. After watching the entire thing of Breaking Bad, yeah, it's like, wow, that was a series... This is kind of like, I, yeah. I used to be, oh, Walking Dead number one. Right. After Breaking I'm Bad, I went, Ugh. but but I it mean, lost a little bit of power, but I still love it. I don't care. And you can uh, I wonder, suck on a sausage I wonder dipped if, uh, in dirt. That, by the way, that sounds very hot. I wonder I wonder if George Romero would, would say the Breaking Bad is a quote unquote soap opera because it was about health. It was about, you know, whatever. Yeah. I mean, it, but there was a great story, but it was really all of just about the characters and stuff like that. Right. It was eight C's. I mean, when did they, I don't even know when they, when they said, Oh, this might be it or, 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 you know, there was a point where they went, we don't know how long this is going to go. Well, yeah. So you're like, all right, f- season five, you're mm-hmm. going, what's this? What the fuck's going on? But you were tuned in. <laughs> right. It's the best thing I've ever seen on TV. Right. Me too. Just fantastic, right? I, t- and I I agree with you. I'm just I'm just curious, and I I don't I I would like I mean obviously I feel I feel like he kind of wanted to take a shit on a little bit, but I, I think mean, so too. But I you know if he were to say those same words, but you know maybe give a little bit of clarification, or maybe he thinks it, maybe he thinks it's stupid and blah blah blah. But I mean I think that I think that both have their place. Sure, and absolutely it's, you can't whatever. So I mean, Walking Dead fans, you're still okay. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't care for The Walking Dead, but that doesn't it, because I just I mean, haters I, will be haters. Well, I don't militant haters. I love I love looking at you. You fucking morons are probably watching Walking Dead right now. It's like, hell yeah, I am. It's who my, says that? Can I have my soap opera? Who, say, who says that? Like, on well, Twitter? I'm, just, I'm just saying the Twitters or the the Facebook. Someone's going, oh, you fucking idiots are watching that shit right now. It's like, OK, yeah, it's my soap opera. Can I have that? Yes, you may. Can't I have that? Yeah. I, I the wish only you thing would. that rapes your nuts is the fact that people are enjoying it. And oh. so you want to bring despair. But by the way, what does that say about a dude who wants to take away something or disparage something? I feel like I need to shit on these people uh-huh. because they're watching something. It's someone that fucking comes <laughs> to, goes to the goddamn uh, Christmas party uh. and says, hey, look at my ball sack, everyone. Or, Why? I'm going to throw Why shit the, at you. How, how is that even the same? I'm just saying, someone. It's like a stick in the mud. Oh, you're having oh, a good oh, time oh, over because, here. Oh, because you were you were you were insinuating that looking at somebody's balls is a bad thing. Okay, I understand now. Okay, no, you love balls <laughs> all the time, but I'm just saying, yeah, it's, right, it okay. is a soap opera, okay. but it's mine, no. and I can, I get to have. You that. know, we can all get along. I'm 40. There, there's enough room. There's enough room for everybody, right? Right. There's enough room for everybody, right? Kumbaya. Let's just stop ha- stop the hate, man. No, I just thought it was funny that, I, and I thought it was funny that he said that, but from what I saw, people were pissed off. They were not happy about George. They were ready to throw George Romero right under the bus. Oh, see, I don't, I don't, 
you know, I'm fine. You know, whatever. He don't like it. That's fine. Mm-hmm. You know, don't go. Is it, so that's Walking Dead hate lovers mm. going, you're dead to me. Right. Oh, you, you know, it's funny, too, is there's people the top, probably out there but, going, Mike, you took tons of shits on it. And yeah, I did. But yeah, mostly to fine. be funny, right? Hey, <laughs> you know, call it what it is. It is what it is. Oh, good. If it walks and talks like a a Duck. zombie, okay. it is a zombie. Okay? Well, that that's was, where I'm at. That was some hot stuff right there. Thanks. Controversial. Uh, yeah, well, I'm just saying. You know, but I felt like we tied it up in a bow, so now everybody's happy. Yeah. So See what I did there? I so made shut the world, up, haters. Well, I made the world a little bit better a place right then. You did. I feel like I did. You kind of, yeah, you kind of made that a kumbaya I feel like I feel of... like I was Michael Jackson and We Are the World, and all you other mothers are, are like the children. second second rate, uh, like celebrities sitting in the back like uh yeah yeah i can't and, remember who's and on it everyone listening is the children yeah exactly well, nestling right. your legs <laughs> hope, hoping 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 bono doesn't show up for unbelievably sexy times fan fucking blowing him on, all, on him all the time listen you're talking to a dude who last night played the Wii michael jackson game oh yeah i like that and i beat both my sons and i'm number one at that game anyway should we move on yes Bone phone. I'm going to call Question. you bullshit on that. On my sons, they're oh, five and okay. six. All right. Your, your sons. All right. That's a, that's a pretty, yeah, well, those that's the a only, pretty rough dance the, move the only, type of. The only, two, the only two people I've ever played are them. All right. All right. So, yeah, you won oh, your- Oh, you don't think your, I got any good moves? You you won your kids. You, you know what? That hurts my feelings. You don't think I could- like, No, you maybe do have moves, but that's, that's a tough game. That's a kind of yeah, a workout. That's kind of hard. Kind it of is. Game. Yeah. So, what are you saying? What are you saying? I can't take the heat? No, I'm saying you beat your two young All children. Right. All right. Thank you. Give me that. All right. Uh, question of the episode. We'll go with Tony's. Remember, he called it in last week. Tony said, hey, what movie did you miss out on when you were a kid? I'm not, and I'm trying to remember because I forgot to write it down again. But in, you, you, you ended up seeing it when you were older and you felt like you appreciated it more when you were older because you've got some more life experience behind you. Right. And we added a couple scenarios. Have you ever seen a horror movie when you were young that meant more to you when it became an adult? Um, we got a bunch of, uh, of uh, voicemails. Should we just get into those or what? Oh, let's do it. All right. You know who we have on deck, don't you? I don't know. Who Anthony. That? Who that? Who that? Big piece in his potty hat. Mike, Shane, uh, it's Anthony, uh, so I'm driving back from, uh, watching the flights over my buddy's house and listening to the show. Hey. And, uh, Shane requested that, uh, you know, I give you guys a story as to how I got stabbed. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, like God. I wished it was, uh, give it to me, baby. sort of situation where I was standing up for someone. He wasn't helping uh, a little kid? He was right. He was standing up for someone. No, he said it wasn't that. Visited. Oh. Um. Anyway, I'm in a bar with uh, some buddies of mine, my brother, and uh, my brother got into something with these kids. Uh, my brother's a big boy, with you, man. He's like six to like 240. He's a fucking monster. Anyway, <laughs> he had been in this beef with these kids, and uh, he gets up and goes to the bathroom, and I sort of noticed it. Three of them get up and follow him. Oh, great. Oh, it's so, one of those. You know, yeah. Of course, you know, I get up, follow them, and I'm only big like follow 10, party. seconds behind them. But uh, when I get into the bathroom, you know, they're all throwing down. They, you know, jump my brother or whatever, and he was pretty much handling himself. Yeah, it's super nice I really need to, to go three of one. But, you know, a couple of beers and somebody's fucking with my brother, so 
you know, of course, uh, I got into it. So, you know, we're handling pretty well. The one kid runs out, and it's just the two left. My brother's beating the fuck out of the one kid, and I'm beating the fuck out of the other kid. Basically, after my brother left him in a fucking heap, I don't want to take credit for, you know, whooping some kid's ass. <laughs> but, um, so anyway, two more dudes run into bathroom. There's always you more. Know, their buddies, at which point, next thing I know, I'm stabbed in my fucking shoulder. So, uh, you know, they uh, got up, ran That's out. That's not feel good. My brother and I gave chase. <laughs> With a stab and, in uh, your shoulder? Yeah, to my brother's legend, he, uh, we're down in a part of, you know, Baltimore called Fells Point. It's like, you know, like the hangout or whatever, a lot of bars and whatnot. So he runs out into the middle of the street, ends up getting hit by a car, going over the, uh, the hood of the car, scares the poor little girl, you know, like 21, 22 year old chick, you know, half the death. Oh my God, what a like, night. You know, I'm fine, you know, don't worry about it. By this point, you know, they had all gotten away, so he comes back puts his fist through the plate glass window or the bar that we're at, and upon ripping his <laughs> fist or arm out of the window, fucking tears his arm to shreds. God and, damn. Uh, you know, so I end up, you know, ripping my skirt off and tying his arm up. And... Oh, well, he, 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 he's, he's spurting blood. Okay, well, that that's that. I mean, he left us. He knows how to gain suspense. He knows how right, to build right. suspense up. But he called back, thankfully. So uh, anyway, uh, I think I was at the point where my brother put his fist through the you know the window. Oh yeah. So I tie his arm up. He's bleeding like a fucking pig. Um, you know, there's a huge crowd and whatnot. Somebody calls nine one one. Oh, there's look at these goddamn monkeys. <laughs> They're, on, they're crazy. Take, you know, one look at my brother, and they're like, well, you know, we got to get you to the hospital. So he ends up going to shock trauma. Mm. Obviously, you know, I go in the, the uh, ambulance with him. You know, he's so inebriated at this point, he, he's not really feeling any pain whatsoever. So. Yeah, or at least there's but, that. Um, anyway, so we get there, and, you know, he gets admitted and whatnot, and I get seen in the emergency room, no big deal. You know, I, I think it was like... Like so pause it for one second. It was pretty deep. Because I just wanted to say, like, at what point, you know, brother over the car, yeah, through the guys, uh-huh. that he goes, hey, I don't want to bother anyone, but uh, I was stabbed. Uh, <laughs> I was, I'm, I'm, I, I am, well, t- it- I am too stabbed and <laughs> hurting. To, to, to continue like, the shenanigans. So I, he, right. he takes his shirt off. He wraps up brother. Uh-huh. Meanwhile, he's been stabbed. Dude, I've never been. I don't even know. I, I can't. I feel like I can't even comment because I've never been stabbed. If I am ever stabbed, yeah, everyone within a five block radius will know I'm stabbed. <laughs> I was stabbed. Because you'll just keep yelling stabbed. Yeah, I, I'm letting everyone know. Do you see it spurting out of my shoulder? I'm stabbed. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has the curious. the decency to my take brother, care of brother like, first. He's a good really boy. Bad, you know, tore muscles and tendons and ligaments and all that sort of shit. He had to do like rehab for six months. But, um, yeah, yeah that was uh, my story of, uh, you know, being stabbed. So, uh, but 
don't let that reflect uh, negatively on Baltimore, man. Baltimore gets a bad rap, and it's, it's really not a bad town, man. It's, there's there's a lot of good things about this town. You know? A lot of fun things. John Waters, for Dennis Pitta, for hell's sake. Listen to the rest of the episode. I will uh, call in then. He did call in again. As always, gentlemen, be well. We will be well. Dude, that well, that's a hell of a story, right? I mean, yeah. Jeez. How do you, you just try and wrap your brains around that? I don't really. Well, first of all, I don't ever want to get stabbed. You know, we watch it in horror movies every week. Oh, look at that! The guy's getting stabbed. Well, are you saying he's going down? He's only got he only got stabbed in the freaking leg or shoulder. It's not even a. It's not even a like a, an organ you need. Come on, Anthony could literally. I mean, technically, he could say. Oh, you guys watch your little fucking horror movies, huh? Yeah, yeah. He probably does. Too. Michael Myers stabbing someone. I, I wonder, I've been stabbed. I wonder if he's if he's like nice is nice. Oh, you in think real that life. feels good? Is he is right now? Because once you're stabbed, you're a whole new person. You've got that. You are. I mean, it, it, it's almost like I don't know what's it like. It's almost like having done like heroin or something. It's mm-hmm. like. Oh yeah, well, let me tell you something. It's something big. I've done heroin. Yeah. And let me let me teach you little pieces of shit a yeah. thing or two, right? I let mean, me let me Oh, oh yeah, yeah. You like that? You like knives, huh? Well, I've been stabbed. <laughs> let me tell you, it ain't fun. And you know what else? You're going to get raped in jail by a big black guy. Why did I have to? Why did I have to go racial on that? First, he lets you wash his nuts in the shower. I was, I was that's say, the probably first sign of the giant dick, and that's scarier, right? That's the first sign. Like in prison, is yeah. is like if you're if you're washing the dude's dick, it's probably yeah. it is balls. It's, 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 you're probably not it's gonna done. have a good time. The rest it's of the it's night. a done deal, right? If, right. If, if if like you're in prison, okay. Let's say you're in prison. You're yeah, like, okay. you go for whatever reason. You're, but you're in prison, <laughs> hey, can, right? You're can in can I shower. stop you real quick before you go? Okay. I just want to say, oh, no, I don't, I don't want to like take you off the train you're on. Right. But I just want to say, I think that prison balls are probably worse than any other kind of balls Absolutely. in the world. Absolutely. Now, please. But, but, fight or flight, it's that instinct. You know, what do you do? You're in the shower. You're just, man, you're, you're, you're one day in and Malcolm Jamal Warner is, <laughs> really? or whoever is standing He's next to him, down, big, right? big dude, big dude. And his giant schlong is hanging there. He's like, and he's huge oh. He's with the strength of, of Mike Tyson. Uh, and he's going, wash this sack. What in, 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 in your mind, you're thinking maybe it's too big for him to wash. But that's not what you yeah, should be yeah, thinking. Yeah, well, maybe yeah. that's not what you should that's be thinking. That's your first thing is, maybe it's too big for him to watch. But my second thought would be, well, if he's going to make me suck this thing, at least he's courteous enough to make sure it's clean. And he's <laughs> given me the chance. Because, you know, if I do a shitty job, that shit's going to my mouth. So I'm going to do a good job washing his cock. S- like sterilize. Yeah, because yeah, like, I realize I'm going to get, I'm going to get like a whole thing of, uh, yeah. like juicy jizz down the back of my throat. It's I that, get that. But you know what? I don't want to like have hepatitis C on the freaking skin. Do you? Is hepatitis you, C the bad one? Cause that's the one I meant. I'm asking one. you right now. Do you, if, if, if you're in that situation, mm-hmm. do you say, should I lift it and then scrub the nuts? Or do you say, <laughs> no, here's the thing. The nuts are going to be hitting you either depending on your angle either in the forehead or in the chin or whatever okay they're so, gonna, or, or i my, guess on the f- side of the face my know? guess is if you choose where how do you how should i scrub this down right. those nuts are going to hit you everywhere <laughs> that 
in your so stay you're gonna in prison, wa- you're going to want to scrub them. Is there's going to be plenty of time for those nuts to hit every square inch of your body. Yeah, Believe yeah. that. But do, do you fight, fight or flight? Well, I mean, what do you do? Well, as, as a hero of mine, Andy Dufresne, uh-huh. he never gave up. And he never gave fought. Up. Okay, yeah. he fought, and then he ended up happy. Of course, yeah. he, he had Morgan Freeman in jail with him. So I mean, that's that's a that's a hell of a kind of pick me up thing, right? No, I don't know. Hell, I, how can you answer that question until you're there, right? I mean, I don't know. I don't want some big giant cock in my mouth, but that is always. I been... also don't want to get the fuck beat out of me for you know two years straight because yeah. I feel like if I were to go to jail, it wouldn't be for a big thing. It'd be maximum twenty four months. Yeah, yeah, you're going in, yeah. and you got to pick a team, and you got to pick a. Are you are obviously? You, I'm. I mean, not that I'm racist, but obviously, I I pigeonholed into going with the white supremacists. That and that's all you have to. The problem is, is if you're a black guy, you have to. You, and, and you're, you know, you 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 join. Obviously, you join the black guy thing, right? It's like, and then you know, it, it'd be a lot easier to have to suck a a white supremacist dick no, than it would. Hey, well, this. because they're smaller. Well, if they okay. make that's okay. what I'm saying. Okay. I give you that. See what I'm saying? It's all tattooed with Nazi flags and well, shit. Like, well, oh, I mean, it's God. not going to be pleasurable for hell's sake. Jeez. What kind of Don't diseases that, but, do you think you get? But from what that? I'm saying, you're not going to get like freaking your the back of your throat torn up by penis yeah. head, right? Yeah, I don't, it's, it's, it's I don't true. know. I'm it's stuck. True. I'm stuck. You know, I'm, I'm. It's a conundrum. I'll end up taking a big black one someday. Yeah. Beat toe speak. You're probably right. You're already sucking the tits and stuff like I, that, kissing I did, titties I, and everything. Well, it was you a, might take I a I can still one feel day. it right here. I can still feel the nipple on the side. One night, he's like, man, I'm having some hard times with the with with the sister. Yeah, I don't, I don't even want to hear about that. all of a sudden, that. boom. I don't even want, no. Next thing you guys are known, you're listening to Civil Minds. Don't you forget about me. Is, is I'm walking kissing, away. Tongue kissing, titty licking. And then it's on, and you're just like, we can never tell anyone. And we go live our lives as if it never happened, except for but, every other Thursday. But you do kiss each We can never tell anyone about this. No, we never will. <laughs> and then just a sweet little kiss. Okay. I hate, I hate that you just did that. <laughs> okay. okay. I hate it so okay. bad. That was the- All right. We don't tell anyone. All oh, right, Beto, oh. call it. We're we're getting oh. off this. Holy oh. shit! Oh. I can't even. I'm taking off my headphones. I can't All even right. listen to that. Holy shit! Great! Holy shit! Balls of monkey nuts! What a great fucking episode, guys! Oh, thanks. Eighty-seven was pretty good, man. Oh, eighty-seven you know, was good. Eighty-seven. Shit. <laughs> Fuck you! Know, talking it wasn't about the seventy-four. Burger, man. Seventy-five. Not really because I love black metal, fucking, but like it's just it's definitely something different, a nice change of pace. It is. Uh, maybe not my favorite black metal band. Make you feel good. I like it. Oh. Uh, feel the good music. Burger. Curse of Chucky. You guys fucking nailed it, man. I love that fucking movie. But then I'm a really huge fan of the whole child play thing, like. I'm not one of these. Oh, three, you know, the first three or the. Yeah, and he's know, making the, fun of me because I was one of those guys. Bullshit. The, the whole fucking thing was silly bullshit. So, if you can't look at the first three movies and laugh your dick off, maybe no. you're just a little too fucking normal for me. Laughing your dick off—that's weird, <laughs> especially after the shit. conversation we just had. Um, as far as I'd be a comedian ask, in jail, uh, Shane, Shane, where he would put. Uh, this movie in as far as like, his 
list of them. I think this is probably like my second favorite because uh, Seed of Chucky was just so damn Yeah, I like that good. one, too. I mean, just some really fucked up, twisted shit. If you really paid attention to what was going on there, you could catch it. <coughs> mm. Shit. Smoking on the food pipes. Smoking oh, that jizzy whizzy. Um, uh, you can have that from time to time. Anyway, um, what the fuck was I saying? Oh, I was talking about the movie. Yeah, so, anyway, Curse of Chucky, fucking spot on. I loved it. Cool. Can't Great movie. a bad fucking thing about it. Um, question of the episode. That's a hard motherfucker right there. I, I, I feel like we, it was kind of hard. I'm going to have to think on that a little bit longer. And uh, it was still early in the week. Um, I'll get back to you on that one. He, he called back right now. Well, he figured hey, it out. You know, I haven't thought anymore about the question for this week. Oh, no, he didn't but think last about week, it. I didn't fucking call in at all. Because, you know, I went and I did my... My family thing I did on Halloween, I, you know, just took my kids out and we went around through the ward and one of the ladies in the ward was making scones uh-huh. and hot cocoa. And trick or treats, uh, what do they call the that? Trick or trunk. Trunk really or treat. Fucking cool. Get it from my trunk. And then, uh, did, uh, cotton candy on little blinky sticks. Hey, cool. Everybody else in the neighborhood, you know, just fucking shitty candy. These guys were like, oh, we're going all out. Fuck everybody in the neighborhood who want to be at our house. Beautiful. And it, it, it pretty much is that way. They're, they're cool little houses in the neighborhood. They compete with each other to see whose religious stake is bigger or whatever. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Say what? But that's all well and good and fun. But then I had no trick-or-treaters whatsoever at my home this year. Oh, really? That's so been I've a theme. I had all these Rohypnol-laced apples left over. <laughs> and, uh, so you ate them. So, yeah, that's why I didn't make my call in to tell that's you. That's why I didn't call in. Oh, I see. Uh, I see. So anyway, yeah, really boring, basic bullshit. Fun with the family, blah blah blah. You know, cruising around in the neighborhood. Families are pretty boring as it is, though. Really, I mean, they're. I had a great time, and I was only hanging out with my family. Yeah, but they're boring. Anyway, but asking them for candy, and uh, and then going home and uh, eating roofied apples until (laughs) I slipped into a coma. (laughs) Sit. That's what I did on Halloween. Sounds good, dude. So, yeah, fuck. Anyway, I'll think about that question in the episode a little bit harder, maybe. Yeah, he didn't. He There's totally a children's didn't. book in there somewhere, you know. And, uh, yeah. Oh, he ain't done. I'll, uh, I'll talk to you soon. I mean, he is later. done. He's done, but he's not. Yeah, like, he's, he hasn't hung up yet. Now, he, okay, now we're good. All right. He was like uh, picking the pins up behind the bowling alley, you know, the guy that has to pick them up and. Set That's all automated up. now, man. No, it's not. Yeah, oh, well, it's a guy. He sets him back up. You see him poke his head out, it, set the pins back up. You're like, hey, speed it up. Is that where do you bowl, dude? So That's I, what I, I haven't bowled in since like 1940. Oh. But, uh, <laughs> I heard that's what they do. Well, yeah, but probably <laughs> there's a system for that yeah, now. No, no, there's not. It's exactly the same. Andy called back in. Hey, uh, Mike and uh, Andy. Oh, sorry about that, too. That was a kick-ass episode, man. That was oh, a full of goodness. Uh, I don't know. I'm a What'd little, you think uh, of Demir? Wary Buckers. now 
call you two uh, yeah, like gentlemen it. after you shared your experiences with uh, dogs, because uh, dogs know, man. <laughs> they, uh, you know, they're, in my opinion, they're better judges of Yeah, they want to bite you. you know, people are. Dude, I, I'm, so he, I'm he likes the dogs. Out there like at one point, a couple dogs, of months ago, I had nine um, dogs in my house. I hated them. Yeah. But yeah, man, things changed. They got bitten 12 five times. Now. That's, that's, like, that's ridiculous, dude. Like, that's, that's crazy. Like, I've been around, you know, huge dogs my entire life, and I've, I've never been bitten. That's because you're never even close. That's a good point. Um, I thought I, you were it's, tender. It's, it's because so, yeah, I'm scared. Um, they they, they also, see my... my I think it's scary and delicious. How, uh, you know, like back in the day, Eddie Vedder used to you know, hang off the rafters and all that sort of shit. Well, yeah. Like I just saw Pearl Jam. Ed Ved, I call him Ed Ved. Um, and uh, Ed, dude, he was swinging off the lights and doing all types oh, of shit. Oh, he was still so, doing it. I don't know. So you're full of shit. He's going to bust it. As the episode goes, he's going to bust it. Deer, He's got the money to fix it. He loves it. I that, love it. That's just juvenile, man. It's asinine. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, the whole death metal thing is... I just find oh, it is black metal, sir. Not he, death metal. Black metal. He's taking the stand right here. He, and, uh, not only is he saying he didn't care for it, but he's dropping like, some bombs. Child's play was like one of my favorite flicks when I was a kid. And I don't know if you guys remember the, uh, like the My Buddy Dolls. Those were, I guess, like, one of the ideas for the movie. But, oh. you know, like, the thing in the movie came out when I was, like, eight. So my brother would have been, like, five or six at the time. And yeah. we had a My Buddy doll. And um, after we... Uh, oh, so they're the real. Movie, man, the Chucky <laughs> doll. My buddy, my pal, my... No, no, no my buddy. Father. Oh, the My Buddy. Yeah. My so, buddy. Yeah, you know, Chucky always brings back good memories of my buddy and me. There was also Kid Sister. Psychotic when he was a kid. Kid Sister. Um, hey man, question of the episode. Uh, we got Tony, I think, called it in. Indeed. Um, that's it. That's an excellent question, man. Agreed. Um, I was thinking about it, and I think the first time I saw The Shining, I was really really young i was probably like five oh what that's pretty freaking you know, like, young you know, back then it was just like okay you know it's i mean he got jeeped oh he called back man this is uh i've called in a bunch um i don't want to monopolize you're cool dude you know the 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 voice man trust me we also we already talked about days. black dick yeah, you ain't free, uh... man but uh anyway uh the shine um you know, like, uh, I was really young, but there was something about it that really drew me to it. And uh, I actually, that's what started me reading Stephen King. Oh, cool. Like, I think I read The Shining the first time when I was, like, seven or eight. Like, I cool. Was, I read very young, read a lot and whatnot. But nice. It's one of them movies, man. Like, each time you watch it, at least in my opinion, each time I watch it, there's something else. Mm. And there's so much going on there, you know. It's not all like the, like room two thirty seven and all that sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. Like the subliminal and all the little things that Cooper put in it. But just as you get older, man, you know, and about relationships, you know, husband and wife, or oh yeah, there's know, plenty of uh, husband wife you know, stuff. Father and son. I still am shocked at that freaking... sort of thing, and then just 
what's his name you know, settled for olive oil as you get older Nicholson you know, because yeah, you have she's, these responsibilities so you may not be able to pursue the things she's not good that you want for not hot thank you for that uh, you know uh, having not met your goals you know like, and being frustrated and and, and trying to uh, you know get to where you want to be in life there's just there's so much dude he's getting deep as shit here he his, his whole his, Probably what happened. Like a fucking Pink Floyd album with this guy. <laughs> he, he gets stabbed, and all of a sudden he puts everything into perspective, right? We released it. He saw death, and he said, Nay, yeah. I want to live. All we had oh, to do he... is ask. How did, that, how did that wound happen? Boom. <laughs> I like it when he calls in and he. Spit some fire at us, you know. Let's sure. us know what's going on. He doesn't like the demon burger. He because that's silly. That, yeah. That's the thing. It's it's fucking ridiculous. I gotta be honest. Well, and it is, but I still love it. I'm sorry, people. I actually listened to a little bit of uh, after our black metal talk last week. I I did some more cradle. I did some more demo. I even got into Behemoth and to uh, even Children of Bottom, even though they kind of like of. Uh, Walk that black metal line, you yeah. know, kind of whatever. And I did listen to King Behind. about a hundred oh, times yeah. from Satyricon. Yeah, yeah, that's a great tune. It's a great little it, goddamn heavy metal song. I agree. King, Dragon yeah, Claws, but it's copper. a poppy goddamn King. Well, uh, King have you seen a, the video too? By the way, oh yeah, the video is stupid as shit. But all of those black metal videos, they're always no. in a. They're always just no, no. around a table or something going. No. Are you kidding me? That was Satyricon. Jesus. No, usually, usually, dude, they're all like, there's this like, like the like what what movie was it like Gateways or something that I just watched from Dumu Burger had like this uh, epic and of filth and rot and of gah. and then here's here's Satyricon sitting at a desk. Yeah, and dude, like every Dragon every Claw, black metal Dr. band has uh, the table scene. I okay, well, I've yet to see it from Demu. I think they put in a little it's bit like more energy. We're sitting at a table and we're eating a goat's ass. Goat's and asses gonna, are are, are synonymous how, with Satan. This is how we eat in black metal town. This is how we eat. <laughs> this is what we eat. We that's eat goat's ass and young virgins, and that's it. What about young virgin goat ass? No, that's a delicacy. Yeah, that's th- th- you only find that in like Singapore or something. It's like <laughs> some <laughs> some small alleyway. It's like because anywhere you, else, you black anywhere else, a, go- a goat's ass has been you, violated. You black metal? <laughs> oh yeah, I'm black metal, baby. You come eat virgin ass, goat <laughs> virgin, ass, virgin goat ass. You get it. You so, eat it right now. <laughs> Uh, Tony called in. First, you got to kill it. That's hey, where. Shane, whoa, 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 whoa. Let's, chiming in I, let's stop. Let's stop on the goat ass. I've got three movies <laughs> I'd like to talk about. The first one is I Spit on Your Grave from 1978. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was a movie that I had known about when I was a teenager, but never got around to watching up until maybe three or four years ago. Oh, the original? And it had a, a, a real big impact on me, even though it's sort of a cheesy exploitation movie. Yeah, that's a pretty pretty um, heavy emotional impact I got from it, and what I took away from it definitely would have been much much different than when I was younger. I still would have felt bad for it, but I wouldn't have had the level uh, of compassion or maybe empathy, and I I don't think I would have got the experience maybe that the filmmaker wanted me to have from it. Uh, Specifically, the scene where 
she's been brutally assaulted and she gets back to her home where she's staying, thinks she's going to be safe. Her attackers are there. Yeah. And they brutalize her again. And that was rough. They, sort of attack her again in the home, she realizes that she is is totally at the mercy of people who have no mercy, who see her as an object, and that they are 100% in control. And that totally. yeah. she has no say in what's going to happen. And then later in the movie, when the tables are turned, it's a thing of, well, she has complete control. So she decides how her body is going to get used. She decides oh. how far things are going to go. Right. Uh, and a lot of that stuff would have just been lost on me. Oh, yeah, absolutely. The second movie I want to talk about is uh, another exploitation movie. It's I think it was done in 73 or 74. I, I, I want to say it was 73. Uh, it's called Black Caesar, and <gasps> it stars Fred Williamson. Yeah! And it's about his sort of rise and fall in the criminal underworld. It's also some, has some themes and some of the things that I probably would not have picked up on of the things that he sort of thought that he wanted and how he thought that he should get those things by any means necessary and that it didn't matter that the ends would justify the means as long as he had power and wealth ah. and influence. It didn't matter how he got it. Story of but the main thing that he really wanted was to be generally respected and also to have the respect and admiration of his mother, which, because he was going about the things in a criminal manner, the things that he really wanted the most, he couldn't have. That's some sad shit. And uh, it's a movie that I, I don't think gets as much credit as it deserves. I think it should be one of those movies that's a classic. And because it's seen as a, maybe a, a black exploitation type movie, uh, it doesn't have as, uh, the popularity that it should. Uh, but it's reasonably well acted. There are some people in there who don't do a, that good of a job, but there's a, a majority of the cast that actually has some pretty good acting chops and does well. Now, the I've third and forever. final movie I'm going to talk about is one that I didn't really know about uh, until a few years ago, but I'm glad that I saw it as an adult because I think I got way, way more out of it. And this is a movie called West of Zanzibar. Oh, I mean, it's heard a of it. uh, 1928 Lon Chaney movie. Holy! And uh, <laughs> what was that guy's name? Um, uh, was it Barry Lionel Barrymore? I think maybe the guy that co-stars yeah. in it with him. Anyway, Lon Chaney's character is a magician and an illusionist. His wife leaves him uh, to go off with Barrymore's character, who I I, can't, I think his name was Carter or something like that, but. Uh, anyway, uh, Lon Chaney and Barrymore get in a fight, and Chaney ends up being paralyzed. And then the rest of the movie is about him seeking revenge on his wife and on Barrymore's character. I'd like the to see that. that he falls ah, and, and I like that. Uh, I think I said it's only about an hour long, so if you get the chance to watch it, it's well worth it. The acting in it isn't as over the top as some of the silent era stuff was. And if you watch Cheney's performance, it's actually, it's actually pretty good. Um, you could almost say that it, you, you could uh, compare it with some of the stuff that's up there today. Um, I think he, in a lot of ways, was really ahead of his time uh, with how he approached roles and some mm. of the things that he, uh, some of the, the stories that he chose to do. There's also themes of, if you do horrible, monstrous things, is there ever a point 
that you can gain redemption or you know are are you completely lost hmm. so those are the the three movies that I kind of wanted to talk about I would recommend all of them uh, again with the thing of that uh, the kind of the caveat that like spit on your grave is going to be a hard watch oh yeah but black caesar and west of zanzibar are movies that you could watch i think multiple times uh, and and kind of get something new out of them West of Zanzibar, I would definitely give a, a, a bone saw. Oh. All right, my whores, I will talk to you later. Get out there and earn your daddy some money. Easy. Hey, we're going we're gonna to do it for you, baby. You know what? I, I, when, when I kind of approached this question, um, I noticed that a lot of the ones that I thought of were older ones, meaning it's like if, I mean, you know, in, on the start, I mean, maybe, and this was a little bit easier because. It's like, oh, well, if I was a kid and I, I don't know if I would be into a black and white type. Sure, thing, sure. You know, and I, I don't think I would have, uh, you know, especially with a movie like, I mean, Dracula and, and, and Frankenstein. I mean, those are, those, I think I think I would, still would have liked those when I was a kid. But like a movie like, for instance, uh, Night of the Hunter. You ever seen that? Doesn't Lo- Love, hate on the, on the knuckles. No. Anyway, it, it, there's a lot of themes in that that I don't, I just wouldn't have, it wouldn't have picked up on. Right. And even though it'd been out since long before I was born, right? But uh, no, I, 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 so I think at first I kind of went along with the hey, the ones that looked o- that that looked older, that you know people were kind of uh, acted different and, and almost silly. You know, sure, kind of like sure, a lot sure. of the 50 stuff like that. But I ended up going with one that was different and one that kind of was more personal. But anyway, no, that's cool. Yeah. I haven't, I, I've LeVay, seen. LeVay, calling in. How long's it been? Why, what? LeVay, calling in. What about, what about Levi? He just finished, right? That was Anthony from oh, Arizona. Tony Are you Zoni. shitting me? Yeah, it was Tony Zoni. Come on, man. You thought it was, anyway. Jesus, I'm sorry about that. Uh, Amanda called in. Jeez, Tony's on I'm sorry. Hey, guys, it's Amanda. Um, excuse me. <laughs> okay, what so is this? first of all, um, last buzzy. week, Mike, you actually completely forgot that Brad Dorff was also on Star Trek Deep Space Nine. <laughs> I did yes, forget I'm that. I'm pushing up my glasses. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, no, I just messed it up. He was on Voyager. Now I look like the idiot. Now okay. you're the Whatever. nerd idiot. Uh, so... Also, Shane, um, you guys were talking about uh-huh. the Dragon's cartoon last week. Um, I remember that one. And you said you had a bad experience with Dungeons and Dragons. It seems like you had a really bad game master. Absolutely. And I would totally suggest sometime, if you have any friends that play Pathfinder, which is basically <laughs> what Dungeons and Dragons is for good these days. Huh. If you happen to know anybody who plays it, ask them to get to, to GM for you. If you think so, what we could have used Pathfinder, we could have used that to get through that hill. You've got a good game get down in that hole. If you don't get, have a get to the orcs, like hard. I could go into stories, but this isn't the time or the place for D and D stories. Okay. So last week's question that was hard, and actually, I've got to kind of like go in a different direction with it oh. because I couldn't think of any. But I know that there's one that I didn't appreciate when I watched it when I was younger. That I think if I watched it now, I'd appreciate it more. But I haven't watched it since. Oh. And that's how that's um 
I can't think. It's too early in the morning. It's House of a Thousand Corpses. Oh, I no, love no. That. See, I can't think. I was thinking of House of a Thousand Corpses. Oh. It's Texas Chainsaw Massacre because oh. of House of a Thousand Corpses. I see. That's what I'm trying to say. Okay. Oh. It's so early Texas where she Chainsaw is Massacre right now. Because I had seen House of a Thousand Corpses first. Oh, really? And then I, I, was like, I was going through the local video store that had a bunch of classic movies, and they happened to have Texas Chainsaw Massacre there, and wow. I was really excited, so I got it. I think I also rented that, and I stood on your grave on the same night, so I don't know if that affected it, too, but I watched this on your grave first, and then I watched Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and Texas Chainsaw Massacre seems so plain after having seen... House of a Thousand Corpses, which right. does most of Interesting. those tropes, yeah, it much does. flashier and much more violent. Yeah. Um, but it just didn't affect me. And I remember kind of just hanging out at night in my bedroom watching this going, what's the big deal? I don't get it. I don't get why this is such a classic. Um, looking back at it now as an adult, I think I do. But I need to watch it again to, to really I would sure say watch it again for sure. And then I can appreciate it. She's about it's, to get GP. It's like starting on the heroin. It's kind of like a fine wine. Instead of the Before weed. Before you do the weed. You know, you know what's funny is, uh, you remember Sam from the Cadaver I Lab? do, yeah. Yeah, you remember that guy? How many episodes did that guy do, by the way? Was it 86? Cadaver Lab? 88 or 86? Eight. Oh, my God. It was, was 80, 88. Was it? 88 episodes. You, wow. Wow. Where, is that why you're so amazed? Because wow. we're almost there? Baby, I'm amazed at the way it's loving y'all. 88 episodes. How? <laughs> anyway, oh. Sam was kind of the same way. He When we re- reviewed... Uh, did heroin we, before marijuana? Yeah, or? he did He did heroin before marijuana. So when we went back into Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and, and here I am, and I'm talking about it as, you know, as 13-year-old Mike seeing... Pin, or not pinhead, uh, uh, Leatherface slam that, yeah. slam that metal door, you know, whatever, and going, holy shit! Oh yeah, you know, but I, you know, but he had seen a bunch of other shit before that, before that, and he was just like, well, th- I mean, I get it, this is scary, I guess, but th- but I also have to deal with, you yeah, know, the whole, you know, <laughs> it was Franklin. shitty, right? Yeah, yeah, and so he had a hard Giving time with it too. Tongue. He got a ton of shit for that, actually. And I'm just saying, so you're, yeah. so Amanda, we didn't take you by surprise, but I want to make you realize nice. that you weren't Amanda. the only one. Yeah, it's that. it's starting with the heroin and then going back to the weed. You're like, fuck the weed. Yeah, man. the weed, the weed's nothing. I, I've seen the stars and the sun and the sky, man, and I floated through a, <laughs> a you know, an entire river of coaster. fucking jello, baby. Right. <laughs> now you want me to just sit in the couch and watch a. Uh, Weed movies? Bullshit. All I'm saying is, is The Simpsons has never looked so wonderful in my life. It blew my mind. Yeah. Uh, she called back in, so let's see what how she finishes this up. All right. But, I mean, that, that's about it. That's the only one I can think of. And it's, I think it's slightly off track from what your question was. No, that's, that's there's the no rules, baby. Um, I also wanted to suggest, if anybody watched Curse of Chucky and hasn't seen the other ones recently... I hadn't seen Bride of Chucky since it came out. I love Bride. And I hated it then because I grew up as a child to play movies and I wanted something more serious. Oh. And I had never seen Sheen. Uh, so after I saw Grace and Chucky, I went back and on Netflix, they've got Child's Play 2 at least, which is my favorite. Oh, yeah. And then they also really? have Bride yeah, and Seed. Yeah, Child's Play 2 is on there. Bride and Seed. Huh. I think it's free because it's 
kind of ultimately skippable. I didn't love three. You know, you don't care how Chucky dies. Um, but actually watching at least those three, and you can probably watch the whole series in order, Bride and then Seed and then Curse, I would pose to you that the Child's Play series had fewer plot holes huh. and fewer continuity errors than both Nightmare on Elm Street and Friday the 13th. She's dropping Friday some 13th, balls. I think it's chock full of them. Wow. But even though script-wise, I don't know if it's better. I don't know if they're better movies. Mm-hmm. But they're more solid continuity-wise. I mean, things make sense. That's fighting words. You're going to get stabbed in the shoulder. She's throwing out the point at you, breakdance. Because I didn't see a seat of Chucky. Going back and seeing it, it makes complete sense. It, it, yeah. it totally wrapped everything yeah. up properly. So, I mean, yeah, I suggest people go see all three of those, at least Bride, Seed, and Curse <laughs> together, because they actually make a nice little package. I'll talk to you guys later. Have a good weekend. Oh, thanks, baby. Mm. She's so nice to us. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know what? I mean, in, in based solely off of a continuity she may be right about that based solely off of continuity, you know, because there's a lot of shit, even with Friday the 13th, which, you know, I love it, yeah. but there's just like, what is going, you know, there's a few things. Sure. I don't know. I haven't watched parts one and two and three of child's play in so long that I couldn't really say, but I'll tell you what, man, you know what? And let me tell you something. I listened to a podcast today or not today. Was it today? It was this week who, Still, they were they they kind of still treat seed like it's the redheaded stepchild, you know, yeah. like it's that one. It was, it's tolerable, but you know what? I I love it. I think it's great. I think they're all good. My my thing with the seed of Chucky was just how oddball it was. It was, it was, it was bizarre. It, and there's no doubt. I I don't think there's any doubt about that. I don't think anybody's gonna argue with you. Yeah, but no, maybe maybe. I don't need. I I couldn't even imagine what the first and second. Even the third, I I haven't seen those in so many years. I'm see- I, well, I've it's seen like ah oh, Christ, I couldn't. I, I don't know. They you were, get on the Netflix, so you start tuning around. Do I want to go watch Chucky two or do I want to find something else that I haven't seen? <laughs> right, right, right. Tonight's well, my first watching of the the Cannibal Holocaust. Oh, for Christ's holy sake, holy shit! By the way, what am I? I'm, I'm going to get on Netflix and watch Chucky two for no. the fifteenth time. By the way, over the, my life. Just so you know. There are so many cannibal movies that ripped off Cannibal Holocaust, right. and we're right yeah. around that era. Just so you know, if you like that one, there's tons more out there. But until we talk about, was that the first? No, I don't think it was the first. But one of the well, one was, of one of one of the ones that everyone went, hey, 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 we're doing yeah. a cannibal movie too. He did well. He oh, definitely. But there, I think I'm not sure, but I think he did Jungle. I don't know. I'm gonna have to Google it. But he Diodato also did one called Jungle Holocaust, which starred the same guy. With people smacking his penis and balls, uh, and the same thing, and there was gross stuff. And but I, I think I don't know if that was before or after. I know that he was. Uh, I don't know. I'll have to Google it. Anyway, um, in and out called. Oh, the in and out. Mike Shane, what's up? Uh, question episode, man. That was a really good one. I had to sit there and think about it for a while. That it's hard to think. <clears throat> and I got to thinking. Still thinking about it. Give me something good. The old Universal monster movie. Uh, you know, that's kind of where I went too. I wanted to see him when I was little, but you don't get him. Never watched him or never got a hold of him. And watching him now, 
I don't think I would have liked them when I was little because they're a different pace. Not to mention black and white. Done differently and slower. When I was younger, you know, I wanted my horror right up in my face. I wanted blood, guts, gore. Well, shit, I still want that. But I didn't understand atmosphere and how that could be creepy and that you could be scary without throwing a whole bunch of blood around. So, uh, yeah, definitely the uh, Universal movie. Yeah, I agree with him. That's where I went immediately. That's right where I went with, like Mm -hmm. I said, the older ones, the the ones that... uh, Maybe it would, uh, you know, I, you have to overlook a couple things because they're sure. way before your it's time boring. type of thing. I don't know if they're, I, well, maybe. And if you're a kid in for, 88, for sure. you're sure. bored. Uh, right? Especially because of all the. 1933, yeah. what? <laughs> MTV, put it on, you know? Yeah, sure. Let's listen to some Mr. Big, man. I ain't got time for I'm this. I'm the one who wants to, to be with you. I only did that so you would start. Anyway, um, so we got uh, Jacob the Snake. Oh, the power pilot. What's Mike and Shane? The Big Bounder. Snake here. For the question of the episode, first of of all. Well, I've taken the full week to think about it, and still, uh, I have no fucking idea. This is a hard one. Uh, It's like a goddamn uh, history quiz (laughs) or something. Maybe I'll call back with that. (laughs) Whenever I do things in like school, he never called back. Whatever the hell that may be, I I don't know. But as far as music and movies go, on the last episode, oh yeah, I mean some Dimu and some freaking Dimu. He was at uh, the Devil Driver yeah, concert. Maybe. I saw pictures of that. I got to listen to that Dimu album. His head banging, full but, head bang. Yeah, I got to say, Kurt, it might be probably one of the best Chucky movies ever. I'd say. I mean, you ask me, I'd rank them, I'd rank the movie the one, Bride, Curse, two, three, and Seed. Yeah, no. wasn't too much of a fan See, of Seed. He didn't like Seed either. I don't know, it just got too goofy and too self-referent. So, huh. uh, that's a big word. I don't know. It's hard. Uh, he just got back from the yeah, Devil Driver show and he's wasted. For sure. Hold on, tell you about what you guys are talking about my huh, my Michael Myers costume, man. Yeah. How the fuck do you guys know I actually went to McDonald's dressed up as Michael? That, I'm that's scary. You. That's where you go. I, I didn't have a mask on because I was worried of how muscles would come out for. And for you don't want them to f up your freaking I didn't order. I mask the whole time at work because. Uh, it's hard to hear that thing and got so damn sweaty. You have a job where you can wear a mask the whole time. Probably That's didn't weird. I was doing like all the breathing, like Michael does in the original generation. movie. But uh, yeah, yeah, still a fun Halloween. And uh. yeah, looking forward to the next show, boys. All I gotta say this week, bye bye. So, dude. Hey, Michael Mal, you want pickle on that? What you want on your on your on your on your on your on your uh, By the way, that's your, your is double that a bugger, Korean you... because when you were talking about Korean dogs for Thanksgiving on the yeah. break, that's the same voice you just did. I get to hear that girl going, "Hey, Michael, Ma, what you want? You want pickle on that? You want pickle? <laughs> they, they just put, they don't know that's up, bullshit because they just put it on there. They don't ask you. We got one more voicemail. Oh, they don't ask you if you want. No, pickles, they just they? they just throw the shit on. They throw you have everything. To say no pickles, ma'am. Please. Well, yeah. Well, please and thank you. 
you got to be nice to those fuckers or else they like, will totally like. They're like, wait a minute. What, what, what them last two words you said? Thank you. So please and thank you. I, I never heard that. What, what, what is that? I'll stop what it. is that? Let, let's get this going. It's GP, last call. GP. He called in. He's the finale. Uh, I can't wait for next week's thing. The for, him to, for him to uh, uh, to reply to Finaliati. the George Romero. He may have mentioned it here, but I, I don't know. He's All not right. as sharp, so we'll see. Hi, GP. Just cooking up the um, grilled I'm not really pumpkin sure what or your carrot tips. To be, so I'll just wing it. Um, <laughs> it's hard. Favorite, what movie did you see when you were younger that you didn't really fully appreciate until you see it until you're older? That's how I'm taking Good enough. I'm going um, to say children shouldn't play with dead things. So a long, long, long time ago, I was okay with it. I did not like that movie. I saw it uh, again. Zephyr didn't like it either. either. Yeah, it was on Zombie TV, and I hated that movie. I really, I, I, I dug it far more. That's than funny. I when I was you just are horny oh, for the Z girls. Thing is what's weird. I just uh, talked to my uh, daughter Sarah because she watched it with me, and she said she, that she thought it was a really good movie. No way! Wow. She appreciated it more uh, than I did when I first saw it. My problem is I can't watch zombie TV with um, my wife. See, she'll uh, want to watch our episodes, and I cannot let her watch those. Would be when he was in Pack and Slash. That was cool. Oh, uh, yeah. That's my favorite show. Chucky, um, right there. As far as Halloween went, uh, I didn't mention this to you, but um, I met, I, I was able to, to switch to somebody, so I had off. Oh, cool. I was able to... Uh, Got out with the kids this year. But it was kind of like... Uh, it wasn't as epic as it usually is because we, we usually get like tons of people from the surrounding neighborhood. But like last year, we had uh, Hurricane Sandy. The year before that, we had right. a, a snowstorm that knocked out the power. So holy shit! It, it was like I guess people were kind of gun shy about it. Huh. There was like we used to have like fog machines and all that other stuff. That the Presbyterian Church was packed with people getting hot chocolate and cider and hot dogs and stuff. These Presbyterians love store. their hot it, drinks. I mean, it was still pretty big this year, but uh, hot drinks not, and not hot so food this year. Um, and then when we got, came home and uh, finally broke down and had the the girls watch The Exorcist. Oh yeah! Oh my gosh! The thing is, yikes! They were bored. Oh. I don't get it. Maybe I, maybe when some asshole on a podcast uh, asks him twenty bored. years, like they'll say, "Hey, bored. what didn't you get when you were younger?" And, uh, it's this one. Wave my arm in front of the screen and say, "Close your ears, close your eyes." Yeah, yeah that's la, la, a nasty. La, 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 There's a lot uh, of like Virgin Mary days. dick in that one. My daughter Sarah thought that the ring was far scarier, so because they were bored because he kept going la 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 through it. You can't even hear what you're what you saying, man. I agree. I mean, through talking GP. Fuck you later. Bye. Love you guys. Yeah, he, he didn't... What? GP. The man. He didn't get GP. The Ray. Oh. oh. That's what I'm doing that for. He deserves it, man. He actually said goodbye. Yeah, he did. For Without once. getting GP. You know what? I... I I, I heard that he was, well, you know, on Facebook because that's how people communicate nowadays. Sure. I saw that he talk? was letting his young, his kids uh, do the uh, the exorcist. And, okay, so remember Clean Flicks? If clean, uh, and that seems like what he was doing. He was, la, 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 cover your eyes, whatever. Mm-hmm. That's just a movie you got to experience. That's not, you know, I, I see why they were bored. But I also, at the same time, I see wanting to share the exorcist with your spawn. Yeah. That's yeah. a big the, thing, right? The thing is, is that I 
would see it being boring to kids now. I mean, I I've showed. I bet it would scare the shit out Poltergeist of Poltergeist and 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 Halloween and all these movies to my kid, and he's just like. Not, well, I don't know. I'm, and not, I'm like, you know, that, that, that didn't freak you out? The, 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 the clown came and he grabbed the little boy. I was like, yes, boring. I wonder if it's because when you're younger, you can't relate to people from different eras and type of sure. thing. When you get a little bit older, you're like, I don't, you ca- I don't it- care that they got the, the really 80s curly hair or whatever. Sure. You know, I don't know. Maybe you, that's you, it. you take it all in in your yeah. little Kanye West fucking brains, your little dirty brains. Well, I bet that it like was that. the same way for us. Sure. Yeah, we were like, oh, my God. Well, just like you're talking about. Yeah. 1930s movies, 50s yeah, movies. You were exactly. Like, I can't. I can't have like, any Especially of this. One, of, one of the ones on my list is um, The Thing from Another Planet, you know. It's well, let's like, hear your list. What's well, no, list? I have two movies, and these are both pretty personal to me because they, they made a big impact on me. Mm-hmm. I saw that. I actually saw that one when I was a kid, and it was just like, oh, this is stupid. I watched it when I get older, and it wasn't like it was scary or anything like that, but I mean... It was actually, I remember really, really super enjoying it, right. you know, thinking, you know, kind of understanding the underlying uh, xenophobia, you know, themes, stuff like that. And also, uh, you know, the day the earth stood still was kind of the same with me. And it's weird because I just realized that all three movies that I had on this list are all about aliens because uh, the movie, my main one, the big one that was for me was Alien. It's like, okay, oh, well, yeah. you know, when I was a kid, I didn't see it when I was a kid, but I, for some reason, I saw the alien doll. When I was a kid, I had my parents give me that 18-inch, you know, alien yeah, toy and whatever, and it was awesome. Like, this and kid's was, I mean, nuts, but get it for him. So, and that, you know, and that, in, in my mom didn't want to get it for or sorry, my dad didn't want to get it for him, but my mom was like, hey, we want to make him happy. It's Christmas time. Yeah, it's Christmas. You know, so she did a good job. But, uh I just I I didn't see that until I was probably sixteen or seventeen, and I, even though I'm still a young kid at that point, I just think that I don't I don't know if I would have had the patience or the the, the uh, attention span to kind of understand what was going on first of all, and second of all, to kind of really appreciate the whole suspense deal, right. you know. And so, and that became one of my favorite movies of all time, and it's still one of my favorite movies of all time to this day. Um, but I just, I think that if I would have seen that as a kid, I just don't think that I would have, I mean, maybe it wouldn't have like tarnished my, my, you know, my vision for later on when I got a little bit older, but I'm just saying, I don't think, I I think it would have been, Oh, cool. That's a cool, but I probably would have been like, well, why don't they show it more? Why don't they, whatever. But now I understand why they didn't show it more, why it was more, you know, in the shadows, you know, Oh, a little whip at the tail. And that's all we see stuff like that. And, and I, so that's my number one. That's what I'm going with for my answer. Right. And you? Uh, you know, it was pretty liberal at the old uh, Diablo house. Uh-huh. You know? I was uh-huh. like, eh, watch this movie. <laughs> the only time she would say, turn that shit off as I was watching Porky's or something on HBO. And then it was like, hey, she's asleep in the other room. Turn that shit off. <laughs> but I think impact wise, uh-huh. I think a lot of people that called in and said, yeah, that that 1930s, 40s, yeah. 50s uh-huh. stuff. Right. That makes a lot of sense to me because right. I would have just went whatever. Watch it now and love it. Right. The Exorcist. That was that oh. for me was a turn off. I I could I could not watch that. Movie really? Through. I didn't see that till I was old. So I- see. That's what I turned off and then watched right. Porky's we, was well, just like, oh, let's, uh, you're a let's loosen dog. up. Who is it? But the thing is, is, is when I, 
there was like several tries as a kid to get through that movie. I went, no, really, I have to just turn that off. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until later that I got to watch that through and went, oh shit, I love that now movie. Now that's your like favorite movie, right? It's my favorite movie. Yeah, but absolutely. back then it was just like, I can, I can totally there, see that. There's a bottle of who, shit going on Who here, mentioned you know? The Shining? Because The Shining's kind of the same type of deal where yeah. it's like, if you don't understand what's going on and you just kind of take it at face value, no, I mean, maybe not even understand, but, but kind of feel a little bit deeper than kind of exactly what's going on, you know? Right. I, I don't know. It's it's that kind of movie that I think kind of fits in here where there's more going on than what's really on the surface. It's kind of, and it's a lot more kind of psychological shit going on. You're not seeing a whole lot of shit happen in right. the, in The Shining. Right. You're watching the kid, you know, and then you're watching Jack right. and you're watching her right. and you're not seeing things happen. You're wondering happen. why she's why she's with Jack Nicholson? So that that's that's a great one right there. I agree. How would that even make sense to you as a kid? You're like, what the fuck? He's walking down the hall. He's typing in a room. How did that hot lady with her bush out turn into that old grand? Mr. Hambone going, zoo-bop-a-doo-bop. That's how he is where we put the fries and just how you cook the... Yeah. Doesn't make any sense. Older you go. Wait a minute, man. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. I'm with you. That's good. I got a question for next episode. All right, let's hear it. This one is another one where you need to put on your thinking cap. This is two in a row. Oh. Two weeks in a row where we're going to ask you guys. We're going to say, put on your thinking cap, ponder it for a little while, okay? Mm -hmm. And and then give us a call. Um, A couple of weeks ago, when we're getting ready for the Halloween show over at Birds, which, by the way, just turned into, hey, how's it going? Whoa, what's going on? Hey, look at that. Hey, look at, you know, and I watched, but I, but I still prepared for it. I still right. watched all the movies and stuff like that. And I kept thinking to myself, you know what? I do not like this character and she is ruining it for me. I'm oh, like, okay. oh, shit. I wish that this was a different person, whatever, which spawned the question of the episode. Okay. Um, What movie do you think would have been better with a character from a, another horror movie in it? Like, okay, for instance, in Halloween part, was it four or five with that dumb? I think it was five with the girl that was annoying, but, but, uh, but, but, uh, you know, her, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. Okay. Her, I would have loved it if it was somebody who was like more serious and hot and sexy. Okay. I'm saying, but that was, but that's not my answer. What I'm saying is that's just say, okay, I would have loved to see. That's a for say, instance. I would have loved to see, uh, Debbie Sue Voorhees from, uh, Friday the 13th part five in this movie to take over that role. That's the question. Of the I'd like to see uh Sherry moon zombie in wrong turn. She would have been exactly. better. Exactly. Even though I don't think that that's, I dis- totally disagree yeah, with that, but, but that's yeah. the idea. That That's the question of the episode. The phone number for the bone phone, three, eight, five, three, five, one, nine, two, seven, three, three, eight, five, three, five, one, nine, two, seven, three. You know what we got on deck right now? <sighs> some G G T. got some G G T. Dealing the death card. Not BET, some ZGT, not some, some OPP, not some uh, TLC, not some uh, Run DMC, but some. <laughs> not some OMD. Sorry, I'm just talking. OMD. I'm that was a good one, right? Uh, but here is one minute some of zombie ghost. I, oh, you said okay. that. Zombie ghost train, right? Should we do some zombie ghost train? Okay. One minute, here you go. The past is not the future, life does not exist. Skeleton with skin. Step 
Gotha Billy and Sacco Billy <laughs> from the land down under. We already did our come a thing, got a fire some days. Yeah, I would have been a but, but I had that in there too. I had men at work in there. Oh, yeah. I just kind of these and I'm not too. How many bands come from Australia? I mean, would you say that this is the greatest band since Men at Work? Oh, God. I, I would say did that. Come from there? I, I would say that, but I couldn't verify it because I, I might go, oh, now, like I always what do. What about ACDC? Yeah, ACDC. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Um, Sydney, Australia, uh, where a pack of cigs cost about 20 bucks. What? 20 fucking dollars for Gosh. a pack of, pack of Smoggies. The old Stokes? Why? 20 bucks. Why? Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. $20 Australian dollars, right? How much is that in U.S. dollars? Is that 20 U.S. dollars? All right. So we're, we're talking what? Well, let's six let's, bucks. Yeah. Pack here. Is so 20. There. Well, but you I got but, a friend. I got a friend. But we're talking the same, uh, like the same uh, 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 dollar amounts. We're talking about the same currency here. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I've got a friend that's a pilot, believe it or not. Yeah. Wow. And, How, and why wouldn't he I believe li- that? He lives in Australia. And yeah. I, I wouldn't believe six, that you'd be friends with the pilot. Thir- yeah. <laughs> well, I'd never fly on a plane with him. No way. Oh, because you knew, you know, his inner workings. And you would like, yeah, yeah. It's like, no, I remember I, when that guy fingered his own asshole for twelve hours. Yeah. I am not. No, I'm, on a plane I'm not. With I'm him. not doing that. But I'm not good on planes, am I? I mean, I no. I I learned that about you. You're not very good on planes. I, I'm I, I'm I'm very I'm very fragile. When I gotta be. To I gotta be honest. I'm scared. With you. I wish you would have expressed to me more that you were having a harder time because I would have taken you under my wing. And I would have said, uh, just hey, more whiskey and maybe a Xanax or something. Because your kiss, your kiss is on. You know, that's what I'm saying. I would have, I would have tried to you help get you. Get your cadaver lab shirt on, squeezing your titties yeah. at me, kiss yeah. your kiss. Oh, my all, God. all I'm saying Fucking is, is that I wish I could have supported you better. Yeah, on I was having a rough time, but you know, I what? didn't even realize it because you were acting all cool. Why wouldn't I just, you know, it's like it's just flying, man. Unless yeah. you got the tally bands on there or something like that. <laughs> It's just flying, right? right? People do it all the time. Yeah, people do it all the time. All right, here we go. They have no official website. Reverb Nation slash Zombie Ghost Train. You can like them on Facebook. Last FM, they are not on Spotify. Do you know where they are? They're on MySpace. They're I on didn't MySpace. Know, do you know MySpace is still a thing, by the way? That's where I went. And I, and people go there? 
well, I Googled them, and they're they're still coming up for MySpace, and they've got some stuff from most of the stuff that they have on there is from Glad Rags and Body Bags, but they still have some stuff from this album on that. Yeah, I think that's where that you know they called it quits about 2007. Oh, so right they are this. done. They're done. Oh, okay. I didn't. And we talked that. about that in the video show. Well, it's been a long time. But they they called it quits. Are you, and wow, that's a bummer. Two thousand five, two thousand seven. This this album came out in two thousand seven. So right. that would have been about the time where Facebook started to really start popping, and people were going MySpace. By why the way, don't you MySpace shove that in your ass. <laughs> when I went to MySpace, Tom, it looks pretty good. Why? What was Who's... his name? Tom. Huh? What the? He was he was your first friend on MySpace. He was the, uh, the guy that started. Hey Tom, shove MySpace up your ass. I don't. know. We're going with Zuckerberg. Do you know I never had a, a MySpace account, but I went to MySpace and to check these guys out when I was googling it, and it actually looks pretty good. I have to admit, it looks pretty decent. Oh, all right. Well, there you go. The first uh, official uh, MySpace approval. Since, well, no, I, I'm not going to go out and make a MySpace because no. for hell knows that I've got enough social media accounts that I don't need any more. Yeah. I'm tired, man. I'm tired. I got to look at everyone's fucking birthday cakes and every, everything else, man. I'm tired. <laughs> if I set up a MySpace, forget about it. Well, I wonder how much. Unless you get, you get like goth, gir- hot goth girls going, yeah, call me. Up. I wonder if you can show lots of titties on MySpace. I bet you right now MySpace is like, oh, it's covered. You know what? Dirt. Facebook, they won't let you see titties, but MySpace bring the titties. Yeah. I bet you they stoop that low. That Tom guy should do something like that. I don't that, even know where who he's Tom like. Is. Hey, bring the titties. <laughs> you don't. You you can't see no titties and shit over there. Do you, do you ever come you over remember, to you MySpace? The anthrax that should night. Come to come over to MySpace. Remember the Anthrax song "Bring the Noise." Oh yeah, we should cover Bring it. It's called "Bring the Titties." Okay, listen to this. As the dust settles on a new century, and the tombstones rise on the Sydney rockabilly scene, a group of misguided grave diggers with nothing better to do start a funeral parlor combo. Children of the Cramps. No. Misunderstood victims of the karaoke generation. Zombie Ghost Train play live music for the undead. (laughs) That's better than a Netflix description, uh, right? I get it. Yeah. It is believed that Zombie Ghost Train are gone and dead and done. That's a real bummer. I didn't realize that. But I believe through this review... They will live on forever. Maybe. I, I, I I'm really, going to go ahead and potentially disagree with you there. I want them to live on forever. Well, they can live on in your hearts and your minds. But actually, a tour is out of the question. No, yeah. You're never going to see them. And <laughs> it's Sydney. I mean, how do, how does a band like that, if you don't make any big green beans, well, how do the psychobilly scene... Which is a niche market. You're not going to make the big giant green beans unless you're like necromantics or some shit. Yeah. You got to have that traveling money. Yeah. That's where it's at. And and you ain't traveling anywhere in Australia outside of Australia unless you got that. I mean. That, the, the, I, I love that little Aborigine. Hey, it's coming back. Aborigines. Amazonian little dude in uh, hmm. that. Uh, what is that? Uh, Crocodile Dundee. <laughs> when he says. <laughs> Oh, she, her and her hot ass. I don't remember. Hanging there when the crocodile bites it's on her. It's been a long time. Bites on her water bottle. It's been a while. That uh, little Aborig- Aborigine says, oh, no, you can't take my photographs. And she says, 
oh, you're afraid it'll steal your stole, your steal your soul. And he goes, nah, you got lens cap on. Oh, snap. No. And I just said, look at that cute little bastard. <laughs> and his, I have to admit, I haven't seen everything. that movie in forever anyway. Dealing the Death Card released July 2007. The final album from this band. Oh, shit. I did not know that. That's a bummer. We talked about Glad Rags and Body Bags from 2006 on the video show, I believe. Yes. Indeed. Is that out or no? What, is that an episode that is launched? I, uh, I think it is. I think it's out. I'm almost positive it's out. Because where, where that, yeah, that, yeah, that was the one where it's like, you my Frankenstein heart. Right? Yeah. And it had, uh, it had, uh, Lost my baby on a moonless night. Yeah, I, yeah, that one's out. I don't know if it's if it's live right now. Because Zombie TV, just so you know, is going through a big. By the way, the the creator of Zombie TV right now is is flying to California on Monday. They're having a set of meetings all next week. California and, and meetings, and some shit's gonna go down in the next month or so. Wow, that's yeah. that sounds that? fucking. Promising. How about that? I'm on the inside right here. You on the inside. Uh, okay. I got a question for you. Let's hear it. They are not together anymore. What do you think these three young fellers are doing now? In 2013, year of our Lord, um, what are they doing right now? Do you know? And I'm just... No, guessing. I don't. I have no idea. You know what? The, here's the thing. I mean, these They guys- stopped doing the band, so what do you do now? You give up, you give up on your life and you do what I did and work for the man. And I, I, they're probably just working for the man somewhere, which is a bummer, right? Getting crawdaddies. Listen, or something. I would like to say that they've created a nice, like, psychobilly bakery down in Australia. Oh, hey, and, fuck, and they're, like and they're that. like creating cupcakes with like, with like Dia de los Muertos themes yeah. and stuff like that. I, I wish I could night, say that. Nightmare Before Christmas. Exactly. Shit on it. I oh. wish I could say that, but they're probably doing something boring as fudge. It's true. These guys are top shelf psycho, Billy. Um, I like that they they throw in the gothabilly in there because I feel like that represents the band quite a bit. As far as this album goes, yeah. you've got the psycho, Billy. You've got the Gothabilly. I don't know no. what Gothabilly is exactly, but it's 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 Pro- obviously more of a thematic type. Thing, it's I obviously think. something that goes, "Hey, guy, I know you're going to call us Psychobilly, but we've got right. a little bit more." And they do, yeah. and uh, they do. On this album, they got some moringa. They got some. They got some and let me, shit. You know, that, and that's one thing to, to, to say. I, you know, we did Glad Racks and Body Bags from 2006. This is only a year later. And and I'm just going to go ahead and, and, and blow my whole freaking load all over everybody right now. Oh. I think this album, they they got together and they're like, hey, um, you know, and, and, and really, you know how we have the psychobilly bands that, that really incorporate horror punk, the, like mm-hmm. the just the horror punk guitars in, in the, you know, it, but they still have the doghouse stuff like that. I don't think this band's quite like that. I think that these guys are more kind of pure psychobilly, rockabilly type of thing. But I will say that throughout this album, they have. Uh, and, and I'm, I'm going to go to Please, my notes. Go to the I'm, notes. I'm going to go to my go notes. To the notes. Pick it up. They there had a bunch of songs. They had, in fact, their their songs were they range from silly and funny, sure. you know, to even creepy to rocking. Mm-hmm. You know, like even like there was one song. What what's the last song on there? What was, what was, uh, 
I think was it oh, was it Dead End Crew? I think it was Dead End Crew. Oh yeah, Dead End Crew. Don't know, no. Yeah. Almost, the, I heard a little Motley Crue. In I was there. gonna say that. Dun, 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 that's even a little bit of hair metal stuff yeah, going yeah, on yeah. in there. But even they, 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 they had all that going on. You think they're influenced by all that? They're like, I, well, I, I bet like you a little they are Motley too. Crue. I like a little. Uh, there was even a song on there that was a little bit hopeful. Okay, there was one that was like, that's inspiring. And my favorite song, I feel like, falls into that category okay the favorite song on the album is called long dark night mm-hmm. i thought that, yeah, was, that was a beautiful good. like you know type of you know, oh my gosh and in and, and i'm gonna tell you right now i'm gonna i'm gonna kind of let that one play a little bit longer in the minute that's not a minute sure okay just because yeah. it's like that that one i listened to over and over and over i thought that since they came out with Glad Rags and Body Books, and I listened to that a lot this week as well. Right. You know, and then I listened to this one, and technically this came out a year later or something like that, or the next year. Mm-hmm. I really feel like they, I don't know how they did it, but the, 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 the songwriting on this album was much more varied, and I think, I think much more mature, and it was only a year later. Yeah. Uh, am I full of shit or what? No, no, no. You're, you're, you're right on the money. This this album seemed a lot more um, all over the place than the last right. album, yeah. Because they've got all that different kind of styles of stuff. It was all like it all had the boom, but the boom, but the boom. You know, it had all the oh, doghouse. Yeah. It, it had, had it, it sounded psychobilly, but there was so many. The, the the tempos were different. That you know the like like I said the the they mood threw was style in it. They threw I totally some style. agree with you. And I heard boom, boom, boom. I mean, they have they have some stuff like that in there. I know. Like, That's almost like a rock song. And then they break it. They had a lot of Dick Dale yeah. stuff in there too, right? I love the uh, the album. Sounds great, nice and loud. Songs are catchy. I really like. Uh, I I've always liked Glad uh, Glad Rags, uh, and, rags body and Body Bags. Yeah. Um, this is my first listen to it. Not I thought right. it, it was different. It's, it's all, it's kind of, they incorporate, they said, you know, if we're going out, baby, right. If we're going to, if we're going to, do you think they knew they were going out? I think they went into the studio and they put their fists in and they said, this is it. And let's fucking take them out. Let's, we can do whatever we want because no matter how people receive this, it's our last. It's and it. we're going to blow people's minds. Maybe. I don't know if they I, th- that or not, I think they, did a good job on this album. I I like this album a lot more than I like Glad Rags and Body Bags, and I liked Glad Rags and Body Bags. I listened to you know usually when we do albums on the show, we do oh man we you know we'll talk about. It. I'm like yeah it's pretty good. I would buy it. and there's a lot of shit I would buy right, but and I but 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 that doesn't mean that I that I didn't listen to it more than seven or eight times all week long. This one was in constant rotation. Yeah. Outside of me driving, I did. I listened to a lot of black metal this week when I was driving. But at work, I. I mean, the, the, the album's only like thirty eight minutes long, right? Yeah, it's it's not. Yeah, exactly. And it's, so yeah. I would hear thirty eight minutes, thirty nine seconds. I would hear the same song ten times a day, and I don't know if it's really ten times a day or whatever. But and but I never got sick of it all week long. Yeah, there's something I like about that psychobilly sound if it's done right. I put Agreed. these guys kind of a. Almost a mid shelf. They're not quite top tier like with our Resurrects. Resurrects is the creep great. show. I really like those is- bands, but they are right there. They are right there in that nugget. They are the sure. they are the Jack Daniels Especially- bottle that's working its way between Jameson and <laughs> you know 
shit town USA. Especially or with this album. I think that with Glad Rags and Body Bags, I would have put them on uh, on the echelon below, you know, the Resurrects or yeah. the Creep Show. I do think though the I think the Creep Show does a lot of they incorporate a lot of like um distorted guitar and power chords, which is fine. I mean, I'm not shitting on that. I love the yeah. Creep Show. You got to if you're a psychobilly band, here's what you're going to get. You're going to get boom 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 the dog. So you've got to be able to incorporate your personality. Exactly. The basis for a psychobilly band is already made for you. You need to get your personality out inside right. of that. And good bands can do that. Great bands can do that. And terrible bands can just destroy it. <laughs> the, the key here is you got to have a sweet doghouse, baby. Oh, sure you got, shit. You got, it's got to sound good. Absolutely. Because that's what you need with Psycho Bill. You got to hear those notes. I think the guitar on this was more Stray Cats than it was totally like uh, Misfits or something like oh, that. Oh yeah, which is a lot of what the Psycho Billies become. It's, I mean, and that's fine. I love it. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to shit on it, but it's like when well, you get that punk and you get that horror punk, and then you put the doghouse behind it. I think it sounds great. This you got the Stray Cats, boom, 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 yeah, yeah. boom, boom. You know, and all that. Stuff. I like that sound. I, I love that I, sound. I love like both sounds. Clean guitar, like the Peacocks. They're a great psycho. Like I guess they would be rockabilly, but uh-huh. they're put in that. But they're called the Peacocks. Okay, and they've got that that stray cat sound. I think they're like we're not gonna have crazy looking hairdos and shit. Right. <laughs> we're just gonna rock you with some sweet juice. Well, and there's definitely room for both. I think. Yeah. Um, but this is what I mean. These guys have the pompadours, and they have the hey, we're dressing up in. Well, not like corpse paint, like last week's band did. But I mean, they're they're they, you know Pretty they've close. Got, they but, had a corpsey looking. Yeah, look but to I them. mean, it's 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 not because we hate everything. It's because oh, no. we want to look spooky as shit and we want to rock your socks off, baby. That's the difference. Nothing looks better than a band that comes out ready to jam. I totally agree with you. If you're ready to rock, let's rock, man. It, yeah. If then you're then it's up to you and your music. It's hard to, to get the hands in the air and right. get the hands in the air. Don't come out with your sideways hats on and your baggy pants and your Fred and your Durst. and your your hot dog water and weenie fucking troubles <laughs> and starfish butthole starfish butthole yeah that's what it's called don't do that oh here, here's the thing I'm I, it, come out and give me a show I paid twenty bucks I want to see something when's the last time you paid twenty bucks for a show the time you pissed your pants with Iron Maiden yeah, I don't know. You bought the tickets for that, so I didn't pay any. No, no, no. I got them free because I worked at the place. So Yeah, so I, I didn't. Yeah, yeah, that's I didn't right. I forgot any. about that. I got, I hooked you up, bro. I was like a pre, I was like a, what do you call that? Uh, Madonna? I, why didn't Pink I? Madonna? I, I was like, hi. Why didn't, I, why didn't I have sex with you? Because I feel like I deserved it. By the way, I'm taking you up on that in the next break. Here's the thing with, uh, with, with uh, Zombie Ghost Train. We listened to Glad Rags and Body Bags. Mm-hmm. Which is a great album. Yeah, I think that they kicked up not only the production value on this. Oh, yeah. on this for sure. The production value was better on this. I think that their that their how are you but the variety of sounds, the variety, like you said, they were all over the place. I and mean, sometimes when you say, "Oh, they're all over the place," that's a bad thing. I think on this album, it's a good thing. Th- I think it's a good thing. They they you know they they said, they weren't oh. all over the place. They incorporated yeah. different Thank styles. You. Into Ab- their psychobilly sound. It was all psychobilly, but they they were all, they were they ran the spectrum of it. Right, and I really really liked this album. In fact, 
this is probably one of the best albums that we've done that I didn't know about before since, you know, maybe Dax Riggs. You oh, know, yeah. since we, okay. I, th- I don't think this was as good as Dax Riggs. I'm just saying that was the last one that I went, whoa. Sure. You know, but this is one where I was like, holy shit, I really like this album. And I'll be honest with you, it took me a couple of listens to get into it. It took me a couple of listens to say, okay, well, they're not the creep show. They're not Resurrects. They're not this. Yeah. And they're not even Glad Rags and Body Bags. No. Because that's what I was expecting. This is the new album. I really dug it. You know, uh, I had in the last there, there really wasn't a whole lot of one thing I liked is he he had the low crooner voice. You know, he did a lot of that. stuff. He did a good job. There's not a song on this album. I don't like there's songs. I like better than others. There's one song trouble that it's like, "Eh, it's that one's pretty, that one's okay. Mm -hmm. But outside of that, I thought I really dug this album. Teddy boy boogie. A boogity boogity boo. A teddy boy boogie. A boogity boogity boo. Fan fucking tastic. great song. That has fucking five stars in my book. I love that song. And you know, it's so funny that it's like, okay, so here we go with the. Why did we. Why, I wonder what kind. How, how this kind of came to be that people decided, you know, we are going to retro. We are going to play kind of 50s blues based rock and roll but we're gonna make it creepy and we're gonna make it look this way we're gonna make it sound this way because there's a couple songs on here that i thought you know what this could be marty mcfly oh yeah at the enchantment under the sea dance yeah you know which was great yeah i i love this album how are you coming down on it? i'm coming at a high buy you know what's weird is i found this album on spotify and they're like Holy shit, they came out with a new one, but apparently it's been six years, so it's like, uh, you know, I should have known that they came out. After it's not on Spotify. I could not find them on Spotify. But it's not there anymore. So it's like, so what, what the, the hell shit? happened? It's happened between the time that we did the the, uh, the video show right. and the time that we did this. None so of their shit is off. on Spotify. Yeah, I don't know what happened. I had no idea, which is bizarre. Maybe they want to erase their band. All I'm saying is, is I don't. I hope that's not what it was. I hope they're proud of what they did because this is a, by the songwriters. To me. Like it's dead to me. I. You know what's funny is I went out and actually bought this album. Yeah. And you know, of course, it was a blind buy because I'm like, oh shit, we're gonna do this album and it's not on Spotify anymore. What the shit? You know, and I gotta go ahead and have the actual MP3s. Yeah, the, oh, you. Oh, you bought the MP3. So I, went, I went and bought the MP3 version of it, and it's like. All right. And, yeah. and I feel like it was totally worth it. I love the Teddy Boy Boogie, the Boogie the Boogie the Boo. I love that. I thought it was great. I like 13 Tears. That was a good one. I like the opening song. What was that called? Uh, Step Into My Coffin. Step Into My Coffin. Bats in the Belfry. Mm-hmm. If you know what I mean. Psycho Bitch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I give this a solid buy. Do you? Okay, you buy him. I, I, I really have to just take it all in uh-huh. as a whole as far as my psycho Billy uh-huh. experience is. And I'm where do you put these if guys? I, in if the I'm echelon? if I'm giving Resurrects the fucking bone song, right. I've Let got to I've got to say these guys are a solid buy. Dude. But let me ask you something. Long Dark Night, did it make you go mm-hmm. boof, boof. The whole album was great. I loved it. I I loved it. it that song in particular really hit me. I it's love worth that a buy. Who I knows? It. I mean, you know, it's obvious that they're done, I right. guess. Which is a know? bummer. Total bummer. 
And they've been done a long time. 2007, it, they've been I, done a I, long time. You know, I didn't realize that this was, the, first of all, the, the glad, I can't remember that, uh, I mean, I can't remember, just clear back to the video show, but I, I can't believe that was to what, 2006 and this was 2007 and that's it? Yeah. That bums me out because it. this album, I just, they I really put out liked. a demo in 2005. Right. Glad Bags, 2006, 2007, that's it. We're done. That's a bummer, man. That's a bummer. Uh, look us up on MySpace, man. I And, you know, if you go to MySpace, there's a lot of stuff on there that you can listen to. And that, you know, more stuff from Glad Rags, but there's a handful of songs from this. You know, if you go there, you can, I mean, and plus, I mean, a lot of the stuff's on YouTube. If you go check, if you search these guys on YouTube, you can but find But wouldn't that be stuff. weird if, like, Singer McGillicuddy or whatever his name is that's, you know, Creepy McJohnson or whatever, <laughs> he goes, wow, I listen to this, I... Turn this podcast yeah, on because I've got to listen to what I, you know, sure. you're talking about me. Sure. And he goes, you know what? We're firing it up. I hope they do because I would, nothing would make me happier. This is honestly, I mean, this is one that I, you know, like I said, two years ago, I barely knew what Psychobilly was. He gets After a hold of the guys, this, he says, we're getting the band back together. Oh, uh, I hope they do that because I would love to see, well, you know, let, let Let's be honest. Let's hope they get a you know six months of pure practice under these you know get back into it. Well, you yeah. know after working at the meat packing plant, let's hope they let's get let's, let's yeah. let them get their chops. One guy's back, working right? at the meat packing plant. <laughs> yeah. One guy's working down there on the land down One under. One guy's he's, dun- he's, he's dunking donuts. Probably hey, a farmer. Get you? Well, you get you know when you're getting a, a lot band, of farming when you're on? getting a band back together again. They all got to come from different places and right. things. I've seen so Phineas. One and guy is uh, you know. He's cutting the beef over here. Right. Another guy's farming. Yeah. Another guy's, you know, uh, doing pedicures, whatever. And then it's <laughs> the just Vietnamese like, contingent of the band, right? Yeah. So you get all that, you know, <laughs> that angle of like, oh my god, look at how weird they all their come life together. is. Listen, you know what we ought to do is we ought to fly down there right now and film the reemergence of Zombie uh, Ghost Train and put a, up a and create Zombie a, TV oh, pay for that. Let's do that. Oh, right let's now. ask him because we get a documentary going and become millionaires or, yeah. not, or whatever. I love this album. I thought it was great. I give it a buy. I say I buy, give it a buy it, too. Man. I loved it. Hi, bye. I why not? I think I think I gave Zombie or sorry, uh, Glad Rags and Body Bags a buy. This is a better album than that one. Yeah. Anyways, that's all I got. I think I gave it a buy too. Let me let me make sure that I got on my okay. Dick Dale, Marty McFly at the thing. We got some Dick good stuff. Dale. Yeah, that's all I got. That's all I got. This is a great, great band. Yeah. Great album. So if you're interested in it, then go and listen to it or buy it or something. Agreed. It's yeah. out there, people. It's out there for the taking. I don't have any trivia tonight. What? I was a busy man. Oh, my. Oh. Oh, you oh. were waiting for that. Oh. No, oh. no trivia. I don't know. I don't. I don't. Busy know. week for a bi- big boy. Okay. All right. Well, we big bones had a fine. had a had a busy week. That's okay, man. But you know, what we got though instead of trivia. No, we're, we're just gonna move on. We're we're just gonna get to the movie, right? We're gonna get to the movie. But I happen. In. Here's the thing. I happen to think that. That, uh, with all this uh, Australian talk with little Aborigines people, we got we got some Amazonians running around. We're gonna <laughs> we have a lot of shit to still talk about, is what I'm saying. Yeah. So let's go ahead. Here's a trailer for Cannibal Holocaust. We'll be right back to talk about it. Oh joy.
Watch it, Alan. I'm shooting. Oh, good Lord. It's... It's unbelievable. It's... It's horrible. I can't understand the reason for such cruelty. It must have something to do with some obscure sexual writer. With the almost profound respect these primitives have for virginity. down to the brass tacks. Ooh. All right, everybody, we're back, and we're going to be talking about Cannibal Holocaust mm-hmm. from 1980. IMDb gives us a 5.9. It was directed by a guy named Ruggiero Diodato, who um, also directed House at the Edge of the Park, which is a totally wicked movie you have to watch. Totally wicked, Oh, my bro. gosh. It's, well, it's totally wicked. I don't, I don't mean totally wicked in the bro sense. I mean, it's like... Totally Holy wicked. shit. Oh, you it's, mean like total wicked. I mean, it's pretty wicked, is okay. what I'm saying. I, I, right, okay. Sorry, we got we got a little bro mix up there. So. No, I don't want, yeah. Sorry. Don't, no. don't give me the totally no. wicked, I, bro. Yeah, sorry, man. No, okay. it's it's actually wicked. Uh, and he also directed Jungle Holocaust. Uh, stop if you heard this one before, by the way. The, uh, the, the, the kind of plot synopsis for Jungle Holocaust, it stars Robert Kerman, who's the same guy in Cannibal Holocaust, who goes to the Amazon jungle. Runs into cannibals and people play with his wiener. Yeah. So you got that going. There seems to be a theme with this guy is what I'm saying. There's something there. It was written by a guy named Gianfranco Clarici. And, uh, you know, as we've done the podcast, we said it a hundred times, the Italian filmmaking industry in this time period is very incestuous. 
Now tell me if you recognize yeah, any the of Italian this one. directors, right? Or well, whatever. and writers and just, sure. just just filmmakers, right? Okay. Um, they did uh, like he wrote House at the Edge of the Park, uh, just like uh, the one that Ruggiero Diodato did. Uh, Another House of Clocks, Murder Rock, both by Lucio Fulci, mm-hmm. and a movie that you may be familiar with called The New York Ripper. Oh yeah, he wrote that one. All right, this star Robert Kerman is Harold Monroe, who also starred in tons of porn movies, including Debbie Does Dallas Parts 1 and 2. Okay. Oh. Yeah, how about that? Outlaw ladies, corporate assets. Have you ever seen the Debbie Does Dallas movies? I never, never have. Yeah, I've never. I know they're huge. Well, you've heard of Debbie Does Dallas. Yeah. I've never seen it. Yeah, never. Okay, well, you should see it. Because he's, he's in it. He likes to bone. Well, and he was also in a ton of other... likes to dangle. He does. He was in a bunch of cannibal movies. Uh, Like I said, uh, he was in uh, Jungle Holocaust. He was in Mangiati VV. What was it? I can't remember what it was called, but it was called Eaten Alive in English, which is a great movie. Cannibal Ferox, um, blah, blah, blah. Gabriel York is Alan Yates, the the main guy from the um, documentary crew. Francesca Ciardi is Faye Daniels, the chick. And I Wait like a minute. The the main guy from the documentary. Meaning group, like the Dave. head guy. Uh, what is it? his name Dave? David? His name was Alan York. No, I mean the character. Oh, in the movie. Alan Yates. His name was Gabriel York. His name was Alan Yates. Okay. Yeah, that was the main guy. Francesca Ciardi is Faye Daniels, which is, uh, I like to call her. She was the script girl. Okay. Mm-hmm. She's a script girl. Nothing. He's a script girl. <laughs> and you got to... Okay. Okay. But yeah, she showed her for uh Perry let's see. Perry Como. I wish I missed myself in San Francisco. <laughs> Perry Perkman is Jack Anders, the blonde guy on the documentary crew. Uh uh let's see. Lucha Barbareski is Mark Tommaso. Salvatore Basile is Caucho Loch Losojas. Oh my gosh. There's a there's just a ton of people that I'm I I'm not I'm just gonna go ahead and skip. Can't we just call them Scabaducci? Their well, last let's, name. Let's go ahead and call them Antonio Scab- Scabaducci. Ant- <laughs> Antonio- in all parts yeah. of everything, and that's basically everyone in this movie, right? Right. Okay, let's go over the plot, shall we? And I'm gonna gloss over the plot. Let's let's go over the plot, and then let's talk about the scenes individually, shall we? I have a feeling that we're as I'm going over the plot, we're gonna have to get into the scenes, but whatever. Uh, iconic opening scene, that song. Oh, yeah. Is they're flying over the, the Amazon. Okay. Yeah. They're flying and in, 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 in they're filming down. Yeah. That is as iconic as an opening of as any movie yeah. as anything I've seen. Anyway. You're seeing water, swamps, and green lands. <laughs> Which is beautiful. Yeah. But it's also savage. Which we're about to find out. Um, man, it looks so savage from up there, though. Oh no, never be, does, dude. No, huh. when you're far, in a plane yeah. and you're just flying over, you're like, "Hey, there's." Hey, you man, could fly over to Detroit and you'd be like, "Hey, that's a pretty town." You don't know that there's all sorts of shootings yeah. and shit going exactly. on, right? Yeah, that's how it is, She's and that's like, how it was with this. What the hell's going on down there? <laughs> it seems like nothing's going on down there. I'm gonna start with a line, shall I? Okay. Can I? You shall. Man is omnipotent. Nothing is impossible for him. What seemed like unthinkable undertakings yesterday 
our history today. The conquest of the moon, for example. Who talks about it anymore? Today, we are already on the threshold of conquering our galaxy. And in a not-too-distant tomorrow, we'll be considering the conquest of the universe. And yet man seems to ignore the fact that on this very planet there are still people living in the Stone Age practicing cannibalism. Oh, yeah. Isn't that kind of a poignant way to, to go ahead and kick off this whole movie? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Films, films opens up with a TV documentary crew from New York having been missing since they went to the Amazon to make a documentary about some native cannibal tribes. Um, part of this, uh, the people who, like I said, the people who were in these, uh, this documentary crew, Alan Yates was the director, Faye Daniel, the token Furberger, or. She's not really Faye, though. Uh, She's Tina. Oh, is that right? What, what, yeah, what was that all about, by the way? I don't know, there was a guy playing flute. They talked to the sister, remember that? <laughs> I do remember that. That beautiful. By the way, don't put your tongue Tina. out. Tina. Because nobody can see that but me. That's like some and Miley Cyrus right there. Yeah, that was. She was the script girl. Jack Anders is the blonde asshole uh, and uh, cameraman. And Mark Tommaso is the other cameraman. Harold Monroe, porno and mustache connoisseur. Right. Uh, he is in, in New York University anthropologist. He's decided to lead a rescue team into the jungle to see what happened with this documentary crew. They haven't shown up. They're, you know, nobody's heard from him in a long time. So he's going to go, hey, let's go down to the Amazon. And I'll tell you what. So basically he flies down there, right? Yeah. And I'll tell you what, the Amazon, it looks pretty freaking scary. Oh. I mean, it, yeah. I mean, and I'm not just talking about like uh, the fact that it's hot and it's miserable and there's tarantulas and there's snakes and there's piranha and there's crocodiles and there's all sorts of but the thing is, is it looks like it's a place you could totally get lost in. And one of the best things about this movie is the fact that as they're filming, I really feel like you could get lost in this place. Yeah. Have you have you lived in Utah your entire life? Well, most people are of- calling people. This guy's been lost for six days in Bear Canyon. Yeah. Right. And it's like, uh, all you got to do is walk down, bro. Yeah. Just walk down. If the... If- if if the way you're pointing is down, you're going to be all right. Hasn't Bear Grylls taught you anything about your fucking life? Yeah, well, You no. keep walking down till you find water, and where water is, life human is. life is, <laughs> you fucking idiots. But Amazon, there's water all over the place, but that don't mean shit when it comes to human life. That's true. So that's what we're dealing with. And, and it's funny because, I mean, most of the movie takes place in the Amazon, and it just seems creepy and crazy as shit. Uh, basically, like I said, uh, Harold Monroe flies down there. He heads into the jungle. He has no safety net. He has a couple of local guy guides, uh, but he basically walks days into the jungle, living off what they brought, you know, in their backpacks and whatever, and they're walking through the Amazon. They make and- sure to let you know that, too. But- what are we taking there? Nothing. We take our guns. Yep. We take our uh, little backpacks yep. full of... Uh, you know, uh, little uh, what are, candy treats or what do they call it? Cliff know. bars. And Maybe we're going to eat bars. some shit out there. Just yeah. so you know, you're going to have to eat already chewed marshmallow shit and yeah. and whatever. And that's what you're going to live Minimalistic. Off. It's disgusting. Um, and as they're going out there, uh, you know, Harold Monroe and, and their team finds a group of natives. Uh, both are savage and brutal and disgusting because I'll tell you what, every time that it showed them eating something, no matter what it was, 
It was awful. Was it the food or was it them? It was both. I was like, oh my god, look at these. Their they, their haircut looks like Mo or something like <laughs> out of the Three Stooges. All right. And just they're going. Well, and they would eat. They, there was at one point they they were. How they, do you lose your teeth when you're eating nothing but delicious you never brush fucking them. human flesh? Wow. And that. How do you lose your teeth? <laughs> I'm no dentist, okay, but I'm saying that you're gonna get you're gonna get disease in your teeth, right? From not never brushing them. Just think of how the place smelled, by the way. You don't think that they have a method for, you know? Well, they were missing teeth, so no, I think they don't. Mouth, they, you know. I don't think got, they. I don't think they kiss. Sand. I've heard sand is good for. I don't brushing your teeth or well, whatever. I've never heard that, but I'll tell you what. When I when, okay, so. Okay, kissing is great. Okay, it's wonderful when you have like fresh breath and sure. you know, and a lady with fresh breath. But wonderful. That's why you well, buy that. And you, you know, you're making out, and so it's like, oh, it's wonderful. It it gets the juices flowing down to the nether regions, right? Yeah. But I'll tell you what, I don't think they messed with that because it seems to me throughout the throughout the whole story of this movie that they never bothered with kissing. They never bothered with foreplay. It was all like, spread them and get ready for this. Spread it, poke it, and love yeah. it. You and know, that's... you're down in the... Where do you think you are? The fucking... The Ritz? What? The, the... Do, you, do you think this is some kind of romantic comedy? F you. Are you at the the four-star... What do they call that? The Carlton? The, the Wyndham? The, are you, I... you think you're at the Howard the Jones? The Ritz Carlton? The Ritz Carlton? Yeah. No. You're down in the Amazon, baby. This is the way we do. They it don't kiss here. down there. They just put penises in orifices. Yeah, that's right. That's what they do. They don't mess around with kissing. Which it's about the land. It's about it's and, about and, squirting, and, fucking. I mean, talking, kissing's great. Kissing's great. But I'll tell you what: if you could bypass all that and just put penises in orifices, that's what it's all about, right? Yeah, you're just no talk. Hey, what'd you think of the? Or hi, hi. What'd you think of the movie? You don't even. You don't even have to freaking introduce yourself. You have a vagina. I have a penis. It's go time. You know, that's basically what... That's savagery. That's how the natives live, people. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's we're not... Amazon. We're not trying it's to be Amazonians. assholes here. Yeah, we're not trying to say, you know what? Kissing's dumb. We're not saying that. We're talking about when you are in a third world country and you gotta do shit, that's how it works. It's like, yeah. There's no pleasantries. That's right. It's like, you know? we get, let's get down to business. That's... Let's get down to the brass tacks. I'm moving. Let's... I'm, I am moving there right now. Anyway, uh, Harold Monroe find a group of natives. Like I said, they're savage and brutal. They're eating weird shit. They observe the natives for a while and some of their customs. I mean, we got some rock rape for a for a freaking adulteress. You know? Yeah. You remember that scene? Was it for an ad- adulteress? Yeah, she was an adulteress. I thought that they were just giving her up to the god. Well, apparently she was an adulteress. Oh, so she was boning a couple other. Mohair cutted dudes. <laughs> so they got a rock and they stuck out a percooch and then they beat the shit out of her. But if you're okay, let me ask you this. Let's I'm just it. gonna ask you this right Let's away. Let's hear it, please. If you're an Amazonian woman, yes. right? And you're sitting there and you're watching these dudes that walk around with nothing but fucking nothing on. Right. And, and you, you start to see you some see ding dongs. You, you see some ding dongs and you're like, Well, I'm with this guy, right? or whatever. You're like, man, eh, he's just not giving me my my juicy. He's not. Well, making he may my, be out hunting. He's not making like my monkeys. fucking juicy hole juicy. <laughs> I, you don't need a point, he's bro. Not my Nobody can see you point time. but me. This he's is not weird. giving me a fucking party time down here. <laughs> I know where the party. T- you don't need a point. You know, 
Seeing, so seeing. so do you give it a, so if you're an Amazonian woman do Here's you Here's what I think happened. Do you wait a minute I'm okay. asking you. I'm sorry. So do you if you're not being fulfilled yeah by his uh-huh thing uh-huh do you go to the next guy? In Me line? I don't I I would say I have no idea but here's what I think happened. They all kind of look the same. It, it, it the risk of sounding racist. They all kind of look the same sure, right? with the same were... haircut and the same makeup. I bet you what happened is she asked some other dude that looked exactly like the dude she was with, came in and gave her the bone and bone. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, shit, you're an adulteress. But she's like, what? Yeah. Everything looked the same. Now I got to get a rock up my my. No, my there's cooch. one dude in that tribe that's like, he is not the same as us. Yeah, well, of course. And every Amazonian lady goes, wow, <laughs> look at the balls on that guy. Is this going back to the prison thing that we just no, had? No, no. Because he has saying, clean balls. And no, I'm... I, maybe, maybe clean balls is, like, really hot to I'm Amazonian just saying, You natives. can have a tribe, but you can have a giant tribe of people, <laughs> but you're going to go, that motherfucker stands What? Out. What if she had eaten wow. a lot of pre-chewed marshmallow uh, yeah. stuff, and that makes you a little bit tipsy, and you're so like, all of a sudden you're like, party, baby. well, let me tell you something. You got the same mo haircut as my brother, my, my, my dude has. Right? In any language they go, you know, do you think I'm hot? I mean, how are you enjoying the party? They're having the fucking... humans are savages like down deep down, you know, you, no matter they're, what they're enjoying the marshmallow fucking uh, psychedelics sure. and going, bro. I mean, I'm, I know I'm with him, man, but I, I really want to be with you. All, goes, all I'm saying is he's too busy at night hunting tarantulas and, and snakes and shit, and my, my tinkle times haven't happened in a long time. I need my tinkle times. He doesn't times. make my tinkler fucking tinkle like you do. By the way, don't, it's tingler, because when you say tinkle, I think pee-pee, and then I think penthouse. You're making my fucking tingler go, baby. I'm, I'm glad you didn't and say tingler. And I need you to tingle me <laughs> some more tonight. Is, isn't that a uh, Hall & Oates song? Tingle Tingle me tonight. Tingle me tonight. I wish it was. That would be hot as shit. Anyways, <laughs> where am I? Okay, so we got Harold Monroe, and he's the anthropologist. He's going out. They're 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 basically they're they're observing the natives, and they're like, oh shit, we got to find out what happened to these this documentary crew. And uh, then they have their Chester Copperpot moment. Do you do you know what I'm saying when I say? Chester, Chester Copperpot. Copper I know what that is. Chester Copperpot. Chester Copperpot. Come on, Goonies. Come yeah, on. I, yeah, I, I, uh, I get that. I don't think you got that. No, I got now. that reference, I don't but think you I, did. what I'm saying is. I'll tell you what it is. How does that come together? Basically, they started finding some shit oh, from okay. the documentary crew, and they're like, we are on the right track. It's Chester Copperpot. It's a necklace. It's yeah. Got the, it's we got, got a the... watch. We got some shit yeah. going on, right? We're on and the right track. So, so basically, what happens is this: this group, the, you know, Monroe and his uh, group of people start to gain their trust, and then they get some weird ritual where they take one of the guides to strip totally naked and say, "Hey, my dick's flapping around. Why don't we make friends?" Yeah, you remember that scene? There's a lot of dick in this movie, right? A lot, a ton. It's like guys just hanging out, going, "Yeah." Just uh, I'm ch- I'm, I'm showing not- I'm showing the people here that I'm one of them, and, and and that's what it was all about. How about that switchblade thing? He's showing them the yeah. switchblade. Well, switchblade to them, they were like, oh yeah, 
You know, Switchblade is amazing. Then he would shut it. It's like his dong is hanging down the whole time. Hey, he'd open the Switchblade. Then he'd shut it. Then he hands it over to him. They're like, they hit the button. Here's how you do the Switchblade. It's like the... Let me ask you something, though, dude. Okay, so this came out in 1980. We were both born, and we were both on the trek to adulthood. Right. We're both still kids, right? But, Mm -hmm. didn't this seem like it was so... Uh, what's the word? It that that it was in a different world. That it was so like medieval, not medieval, but you know. Oh, absolutely! It was so like, oh my gosh! It still blew my like they. Like, oh, it absolutely felt like it was like, oh yeah, the, they're, they're still complete... dropping trow, flapping schlong around to make friends with people who are like, we're gonna do some blow darts at you, but we're gonna miss on purpose to make to just to, to just see how it's going, to see yeah. how you react to that shit. Yeah. And that's how they kind of gain their trust, you know, and it's, you know. You that, always send that dude out, though, don't you? Say, well, strip naked, well, let's get put, out there. First of all, that dude was, he had an eight-pack. Yeah. He was, yeah. I mean, he's, and, you know, his dick was, I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm no connoisseur of dick, but it was all right looking, right? If it's you, just if, disgusting if you're flapping around all that fucking hair right out in the fucking hey, dirty, easy. dirty wind and shit. You know, it's like if you you got it, you can't. He's be in shaving. the Amazon. Look at that fucking sick little fucking. It's I, like, oh my god! All, it's all I'm saying disgusting. is, this guy came out. He's brown skinned. You got to have the pubes. He's his dick's flapping around. He's got the eight pack. Yeah, you can't have like the 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 fucking sex strip or no, whatever. because people would no be shape. like, what's is that an alien? That's how people in yeah. the Amazon determine they if you're an him. alien. They if would, you've got some weird pubic hair dew, they would have hit. Him, they would have hit him with the blow darts. Oh, dude, for that sure. Motherfucker's got a goddamn landing landing strip. strip. Thank you for that. Hit him. But that's how they gain their trust. They sent this. They sent one of the guides out to to strip naked and to flop his dick around a little bit. And we're gonna. Hey, we just want to make friends with you. Uh, we we gained your trust. They follow them for a meal. Uh-huh. They follow the natives back for a meal. And this is when the pre-chewed marshmallow bullshit happens, which made me dry heave quite a bit. We learned that there are two indigenous tribes, the Yama, Yamamomo, who are the tree people, and the Shimatari, who are the swamp people. And they have been at war for a long time. Who knows? Because I can't tell the difference between the two. Right. You know, there's brutal violence. There, There's one scene where the Shimatari attacked the Yamamomo. We got rapes. We got killings. We got guttings. And we got eatings. You know, and there's all sorts of weird shit going. And like I said, I'm going to skip parts and I'm going to describe. Basically, what I'm trying to do to you. And, and, and Mike, little Mike, saw this before. Like way, but he was way too young the first time he saw this. And the, even back then and even today. This yeah. movie seems way too genuine than it should. Yeah. This movie freaking even watching it this week I'm like holy shit. This is scary because it is so real. Yeah. Looking. You know, there there there's these native tribes going on. How in the hell in 2013 yeah. do you not have practical effects that look as good as that? How look does real? that happen? It looked it like looked, faces of death. It looked like it looked real. It scared the shit out of me. Even now. And I, and I go, how do you not? In 2013, yeah. how does it go? Oh, my God. That practical effect looked shitty. Right. Where in when 1980, you, they were kicking the fucking ass of this yeah. shit. Right. Yeah. 
I, dude, I'm with you. I'm glad this is the first time you've seen this. So, oh yeah, and you've seen many movies since then, right? Right. So I'm I'm glad because to me the realism of this movie was still like really visceral. It, the whole movie was visceral and it was freaking me out. And I'm watching this. And I'm glad that it's not just because I kind of grew up and I've seen this every couple of years for I don't know how many years. So I don't know. I didn't know if it was some kind of a you know, throwback. Hey, remember 13, 15-year-old Mike who saw this? Remember the reaction you had? When I was 15 and I saw this movie, I freaked the shit out. No. I, There's one I scene where real. I went, how in the fuck did they do that? The penis cutting. How did yeah. you do that? We're, we're, we're going to get there. We're yeah. gonna, I'm sorry, but there was a penis cutting scene that everybody should be we're going to talk about it. Um anyway, so okay, so we so we st- and we're not even like part through the like the the nuggets of this movie yet, right? I mean, we're still kind of Harold Monroe is still going through. Um you know what? And he they're in there they're in the tribe with the Yamamomo and they're like, "You know what? We need to figure out what happened." And the only way they're going to tell us what happened is if I get buck naked, go out in the stream and let a bunch of hot like Native ladies yeah. come out and play and slap my penis around. Seven hot Amazonian ladies get out in the water. He's like, I took off all my rings yeah. and everything that I yeah. had because I had to get down to their level. Yes. Then they all come out and say, it's time to squeeze in the weenie. It's time to tickle, have a tickle party. By the way, let me ask you something. How much would you pay to experience that? I would give them my rings and everything that I had on the, uh, you know. All I'm saying Everything is I left on the fucking in the dirt. In since the I was a little kid, I, well, not a little kid, I was 15 years old. I saw that scene for the first time where he went out to the, the Amazon, you know, and it's kind of a tickling. murky water. He's got his dong hanging out and it's flapping around. And all of a sudden all these like, like these like young native ladies that are hot yeah. walk out and just like, hey, they start frolicking in the water and, oh, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to touch your pee pee and I'm going to slap it around a bit. And I'm, you know. It's, I'm gonna put my finger in your asshole. Oh. This one's grabbing his ding dong. It's like, yeah, holy shit! You like, hey, I'm just washing myself, ladies. Then he, ch- well, he chases them right into the woods. Well, they it's all like, walk out. The- yeah, oh, you're not getting away that easy. Don't get me worked up. But the problem is, guess what they find? What? They find a dead white man's body. Oh yeah, with all sorts of shit hanging out. We got some film going on. Basically, he's he, he, that was the ultimate point where he's like, I gained their trust. They're gonna give me some shit. Yeah, they're gonna give me some whatever. They're they're, they're gonna give me the film. They're gonna. Do he's Jacques Gusteau. Yeah. He's there just to gain their trust and go. Hey, I'm not a I'm not a bastard. Right. I'm one of you. Right. Well, because I'm naked and hairy and my balls are out. Right. And then. He, they're like, all right, you're cool. You're cool. But then that leads to the point where they go to this, they go to their village and they all live in this giant tree. And I'm going to go ahead and say that tree that the Yamamomo live in is amazing. It's this huge set. And I, and I watched a uh, making of documentary. They built that whole thing. Of course they had real natives and stuff going on, you know, Mm -hmm. acting in this. And they had, you know, a few actors and stuff like that. But this, this was one of the, the the most beautiful scenes in any movie I've ever seen. You've got this big giant tree, people living in the trees. They're up on different stories. You know, they're right. living all these holes. And he's there just saying, he gets all their attention because he has a, a tape recorder. 
you know, and he's playing the tape recorder, and he's, he's like, oh, ma, 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 ma. and he, they're freaked out, and they're like, you know what? Before you steal our souls, we're going to give you all this film, the, the right. documentary. And so that's how he basically gets all of the film, takes it back to New York. All the footage, whatever. That's great. He goes back to New we're York. We're talking like 30 minutes into the movie. At, oh, yeah. This is... I'm like I said. I'm skipping over a lot of parts. We'll go over some like certain scenes along the way. We're we're, we're sure, we're, we're but I mean, through that whole part, it's like him going, getting the footage, Amazing. bringing it back, Absolutely. and then you've got back to New York City. And New York still looks pretty, pretty gross and, oh, yeah. and awesome, but it's not nearly New as York Ripper uh, uh, maniac exactly looking. Now the idea is that when they're back in New York, they're going to put together a movie called The Green Inferno. With all of this, this, this uh, footage that the documentary crew put together, um, you know, they put together, the, and they actually have an editor put together a documentary to have, and they they say, hey, uh, Doctor Monroe, we want you to narrate it because you're an anthropologist and an eyewitness to what's going on, and he's like, okay, well that's great, but you know what, I want to go ahead and check out all of the film material, and then uh, you know, which is cool, and you know, I did forget to mention one thing before he, you know, before they got all this going. They're like, hey, why don't we go ahead? I want you to look at, at the last documentary that these mother effers made. Right. Called The Last Road to Hell, which was in, 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 in I'm, I, this is weird for me because as I'm watching this, it looked like some kind of faces of death bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Where yeah. they were shooting people and whatever. And you know what? Come to find out that, you know, in, in, in the movie, they're like, oh, this is all faked. They totally faked all this stuff, and they just staged this for the for the movie, whatever. But come to find out, it's in, real. In real life, it's real. Yeah, and it looks. You real. can never not real. unsee real death happening. And I mean, this is it is real, and you see it, and you go, "Ooh, uh, it's real." You and know, it makes you. It gives you that little feeling right below your solar plexus, like that's I, real. I didn't need to see that. They can say, "Hey, man." That's not real. You go. That's fucking real. Well, don't fucking lie to me. <laughs> and that's and that's and that's the kind of documentary crew that 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 Monroe was working with. It was checking out whatever. Anyway, so here's the deal. Um, they're they're they the I guess there's some film executives that want to put this thing together. They show them the last road to hell. They're like, oh, this is all fake and blah blah blah. But they watch the footage of the four people on the documentary crew. Um, and it's like, you know, I mean, there's scenes of, Hey, we're dicking around. Hey, by the way, look at the script girl. She's buck naked and she's slapping around. This is fun times. Right. Mm -hmm. But then we also get some film about, Hey, you know what? We are a documentary crew and we're going to make the story. We're going to, we're going to scare all these natives with our shotguns and we're going to put them in these huts and we're going to set it on fire. Yeah. And then we're, we're going to basically make our own store. We're going to rape. Do you show. think they set out? to i mean i i i don't know i you know i was still kind of in the dark on uh -huh. it but i thought all right you got four hippies that are going sure. out to go let's find the hidden tribe right and just document them so do you think that they set out with that goal in mind or do you no. think that they turned i think what it is is in, in is i watched some of the behind the scenes features it kind of confirmed it but it seemed like these guys were out there to to tell a story that they wanted to tell, and it turns out that these so guys, they weren't 
they weren't out there for any other reason than to they were to make a quote unquote documentary but they were they wanted to steer the story in the way that they that, that they felt like would sell that they they would right. be sensational enough for the people back in the US of A yeah, he says that at one point he's like we're going to get a grammy or something yeah. or we're going to get an oscar for this absolutely and that and, and basically in in is there you know is Monroe is looking at the film and he's looking at some of the shit that's going on. He's like, you know, we, we, you know, and it's funny cause this is, I think the, I don't know if it's the very first quote unquote found footage films, but in essence, that's what this was. The second yeah. half of this movie was this, they brought back the, the footage that they found from the documentary crew. And here's these guys trying to tell a story, even though it wasn't genuine, they're trying to, they, they have a, they have a, uh, a story in mind, and they want to tell it. Right. And that, you know, and, and basically... That's what I thought, too, is, oh, that's like a first found footage, like 1980. That's... Right. That, that's a... I, I mean, I don't know of any before this, and it's funny because as I'm watching, like, the extras on this, uh, on the DVD that I had, it's like they kept mentioning the Blair Witch because a lot of people kind of claim that the Blair Witch is the first quote-unquote found footage movie. Right. But they kept saying, like, a lot of people, like, when the when the Blair Witch came out, I was blown away because they're doing the same shit that we did, you know, twenty years before or whatever yeah, it where was. Where does he get know? that idea? Like, exactly. Hey, that's a, hey, you know, hey, makes yeah. good money though. You know oh. what I mean? I mean, it's it's like you're inspired to make a movie, right? Absolutely. That did Blair Witch, oh. Eric Menendez, or no, whatever. Yeah, it was some guy like that. But he did a great job, I think. I mean, yeah. Well, you yeah, know. but it's like you. you inspired to do it from but i i I really think that this movie is a little bit different in the fact that that uh rogero diodato was trying to make kind of a political statement about the media about how they how about they're all about the sensationalism of of whatever you know and then oh you know we got to get ratings so we're gonna go do what you had you had the guy that came back on no absolutely no right well let's just watch the footage and then you had the big corporate heads going we should do this and right. I think we should do it. And he was going, no, I you know don't what? just keep watching. And then he's saying, you watch this shit and you will change your mind yeah. about what happened. You know, and like I said, I mean, there's a lot of scenes in this that, that I mean, I don't want to spoil the whole story. Or, or, or I mean, even though probably everybody that's listening to this podcast has seen this movie, uh, you know, they, they know kind of what's going on. But the thing is, is I think that Rogero Diodato was was making a statement with this. He was saying, "Oh, you know, the the media was was terrible. They're doing what they can do to make a buck, to, you know, to get the ratings and whatever, um, you know." And that's kind of how the movie plays out and whatnot. Um, I will say though, too. I mean, but the thing is, is that not only that, there could have been a ton of different statements that he was trying to make, you know. But I don't know if he was trying to make it or not. Um, I mean, looking at it, uh, 30, what, 33 years later, it's like, I mean, it's, it's funny cause it's a lot of the things that I, I was kind of getting the idea of, Oh, is he trying to say this? It's still applied 33 years later, mm-hmm. you know, like the yeah. social statements, the political statements he's trying to make. Um, anyway, um, we, like I said, we're skipping a bunch of, uh, a ton of stuff. Uh, let's, uh, I mean, Let's see. Where where am I here? I've got a lot of plot, but I think we should kind of skip over this. Basically, what it was is they get the footage back. They check out the footage, and you know, and and the footage, of course, is shocking. Okay, I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on. Um, I don't know. First of all, let's talk about the movie in general. Okay. Before we get into specifics, what do you think about the movie? 
I thought it was okay. Oh, really? Okay. Is it fantastic? Uh-huh. Yes. Is the okay. is the is the gore uh-huh. unbelievably Visceral lifelike? Really. Sure. Yes, right. it is. It's better than it is in 2013. Right. I mean, I it was like wow. Even the guts are like really that looks like real guts, right? And not phony guts. Uh-huh. I overall, I thought it was. It's not in my wheelhouse, baby. <laughs> oh, really? <You> know? <laughs> but what does it have? A plot. Yeah, absolutely, and it has something to say, right? It has something to say. It is creepy. It is uh-huh. disgusting. For oh sure. my gosh! But overall, yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's. I've never seen this goddamn movie before, but apparently it's like every horror. Oh my god, you've got to see that movie. Yeah. You haven't seen it, and that's kind of what that's kind of what I'm saying. What was your reaction? I mean, did it have an impact on you? It was disgusting <laughs> the whole way through, right. from the minute the 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 first the the, the first little uh, you know mole haircutted guy eating the uh-huh. <laughs> sitting there eating on the legs or whatever, uh-huh. and right. the, I'm just like, God, this is dirty. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Disgusting. Absolutely. But then I, I, I felt something when it was like, you know, and I won't spoil it, but mm-hmm. when I saw everything twist and turn around where it was like, what? <laughs> you guys aren't even going out. You, you guys fucking. Yeah. And then I just like, <laughs> so I felt something about it. Right. It was disgusting. It looked great. Absolutely. 1980. You know, right. I, man. I've had a hell of a time. Really? And your ass is having a hard time sorry, right now, Tim. Sorry about that. He's just shitting all over hey, his seat. Easy there. I have a hard time because I want to go, don't bother, or I want to go, Amazing. bye. Yeah. I, okay. But I got to come down, and I, I got to go the way that I'm going to go, and it's going to be a rent. Oh. And the reason why okay. is because, yes, it is. Everything that you would expect it to be. Uh-huh. Cannibal Holocaust. You've, have you heard of this movie before? Have people been telling you how mind-blowing uh, well, it is? I mean, uh, what, what's your experience before you saw it? Um, well, I've, yeah, I've heard of the movie for years, well, but course. I never saw it. Uh-huh. And then as we get amped up to do it, everyone's like, uh-huh. oh, my God, masterpiece. Oh, my uh-huh. God. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know. And it's just like, to me, it's not. It is a masterpiece. Sure. Film, you know, like film wise, like the way mm, they did it, right. everything they did, masterpiece. But it's fucking disgusting. For sure. I just don't like for it. For sure. So well, you're not going to watch it over and over. And, no. to, and, and let me guess. I'll because, never watch it again. And you probably have a hard time recommending it to others, right? Yeah, I don't. I don't go. Uh, hey, here's something you sit down with your baby or or sure. a friend or whatever. It's just, it's nasty. But uh-huh. on the same side of that is. They fulfilled everything they wanted to deliver. Now, people might say, dude, Fred Vogel, you went so hard on him. Right. Here is where my difference is between Cannibal Holocaust Uh and August Underground. There's a plot. Agreed. It is a story. I don't. Th- you I don't, are watching it all the way through because there's there's people the too. I th- I think the Cannibal Holocaust is is but there's way they're, more masterful people behind the helm or at the ab- helm of this movie. Absolutely. But the thing is, is they are grotesque movies to watch. Absolutely, both of them. 
but you have a story here. You have something that is something where you go, right. okay, I can wrap my brains around this. You know, where August Underground was just like, hey, hey we're turn a the camera assholes. on and fucking, and then just turn the camera off, you know? So for this, I was like, wow, I could see where the cannibalism came in right. and I could see where the Holocaust, when they got, <laughs> you know, when they get into town, baby, they like to rock. Okay, so I this movie is like one that you I guess you have to watch as a horror fan, right? And you have to say, "Oh, I've seen this. I understand what's going on," um, because it's something that keeps coming up, right? I mean, if you haven't seen right. Cannibal Holocaust, just like you said, people are going to mention whatever. I want to mention one thing. There's um, not only is this like super violent. And it's uber realistic, right? But it is actually, there are points in this movie um, where it is absolutely real. Um, the deaths are real. And I'm talking about some of the animal cruelty. Oh, scenes. yeah. Let's see. We've got cruelty. Yeah, we, all we, of that was rough. And it's awful, right? I mean, it's like. We had. Uh, okay. It's not even that I'm a animal lover. I'm like, oh my god. No, but it's disgusting, but it's, right? It's gross. We got uh, two squirrel monkey brains. Two scenes where, um, you know, the 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 natives would would chop off the head, like the the they chop the, the heads in half and eat the brains. And it's funny because even in that scene, Rogero Diodato's like, hey, let's use fake brains and like. F no brains are delicacies. We're going to eat that shit, you know? So they filmed it and they had to actually refilm one. So they killed two of those monkeys. They killed a Coda Mundi, which is kind of like that uh, rat looking thing that they stabbed. It was like, Oh, the know? muskrat. Yeah. yeah, The muskrat. The, they, they, of course the turtle scene turtle was Ugh, disgusting. Awful. Man. We had a snake. We had a tarantula. We had a young pig that they shot. Yeah. And it's so funny too, because they had this whole big thing that they wanted to, uh, you have this whole monologue that the guy who killed the pig was going into, but he killed the pig. He's going into his monologue, but he was freaked out by the screaming from the pig. Did they cut that whole thing out because they only wanted to kill one pig? Yeah. And they, but he screwed up his whole deal. So they're like, oh, F it. We're going to cut that out because he got freaked out by the dead pig and whatever. So, you know, we're not going to kill another one. Cause we I've heard that where it's like, man. That is that they call it long pig, man. Oh, that's humans, humans. are the you know you know what I'm saying. It's like yeah. you never heard a pig scream. Uh, freaky. But but okay, so we got all the the animal. And, and, I mean, obviously, this movie is infamous infamous for the animal cruelty. Um, here's one thing though. Um, have you ever heard a like a uh, uh, oh what's his name? Holy shit! I can't believe I can't remember his name. The guy who did the special effects for Friday the 13th, you know, and, uh, you know, the Tom main Savini? Tom Savini. Okay. So Tom Savini, here he is. And he always says, okay, well, you know, in, in, when he's doing commentaries or whatever, he's always like, what we do before we actually do the gag is we get a real axe and we make it seem real to the people. So we hit a we hit a piece of wood with it, and we just demolishes the piece of wood, and you can see the destruction done by it, right? And then we take the rubber axe, and then that goes in sure, the head. Sure, sure, it's a process. So, so, so it's a whole thing. So your mind set up. Hey, look what the shit just did. And and in my and the thing I'm bringing up is is I'm not like I'm not like for like the animal cruelty or whatever. But when you saw that shit, and you saw how savage and how barbaric that was. 
when they brought out the the chick who who was having a sick baby or something like that, they oh, they pulled yeah. the baby out of her cooch and then they beat the shit out of her. It's like you just saw some real savagery. I'm gonna believe that this shit's going on. Sure, I just saw a turtle freaking get cleaned and all the guts was like yeah, it was, was like gut soup you know yeah so disgust so when this when this native is getting raped by a freaking rock and then beat down by it it seems a little bit extra oh my gosh yeah, you add what little are they bits doing and flavors of oh my god real and not real or maybe real or you it yeah. suspends the disbelief where you're like oh and this my movie god. seemed this movie was hyper realistic yeah if you, i mean to me it's like even the special effects like you were saying looked amazing there were guys getting their dicks cut off to look to me there were bit there were ladies bashing getting... the heads in a severed head laying oh. over there in the dirt yeah it's like get the fuck out of here that's real that and it looks, looks as real. real as anything that i've seen before now, how this can they anything not do i've that? seen after this yeah how well, can they not do that in today it's like don't you take that and go here's how we do this right Talk to those fucking people right. because watching that thing and maybe it was a little bit of that real and not real that laid those I special really effects think that, to that go, has wow. a lot to do with it. I, I really think that the, oh, by the way, these pieces of shit are willing to kill all these animals in their guts. And to, and I'll, I'll be honest with you, when I watched this for the first time, I was thinking I didn't, it was hard for me to suspend disbelief because of the hyper real, you know, kind of, yeah feeling that it had and it's funny because that led to a lot of trouble for this movie obviously this movie was a a, a video nasty you right. know in the uk but the thing is is not only that um but i guess after this movie was filmed and you know in, in spoiler the documentary crew all die you know and you know in, in monroe brings back the film and they're looking we see some brute brutality going right. on. right and it's and, and like you said there are scenes that i don't even know how this shit that they did and made it look so freaking real but if you notice though in this movie what do they start with to get you on the, in the, the in the mindset they start with the animals right the muskrat the snake yep. the spider Tarantula. everything yep. it's like oh that's real that's real that's real and it was real and then all of a sudden that Boom. that's the whole Tom Savini effect, I yeah. think. But but okay, so in real life though, um, people the Italian like government was like, well, this is a snuff film, you know, and they actually brought R- Rogero Diodato to court, and they had him up on charges of murder and of, of creating a snuff film. And I guess what it was is just, you know, kind of like with the Blair Witch thing. They're like, oh, for marketing, we're going to hide all these people who supposedly sure. died for, you know, for a long time. They're like, fantastic. Hey. They brought them in like, oh, by the way, we're alive. So F you. But they still kind of got them for obscenity and whatnot, you know, yeah. and stuff like that. Well, you, they, you can't. You can't just go, oh, bring them up on charges yeah. and then go, oh. I we're, 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 we're totally, the idiots. Yeah, exactly. So, um, Let's well, we're going to get you on fucking uh, no napkins on the set. <laughs> you know, something <laughs> stupid to go, well, you still fucked. Absolutely, dude. Well, and, 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 and it wasn't, and, and to be honest with you, it wasn't just the violence that would that seemed so real. Those natives, man, they seemed real to me. Yeah. The shit that they were doing, the way that they lived, their customs, their, you know, their whole deal. It was so, this is kind of like a hyper real movie 
And I'm watching this, and I've seen this movie a handful of times, and I swear every time I watch this, first of all, I, every time I watch this, I see new shit. Mm. I'm like, oh, I don't remember. Ooh, I don't remember that part. What the fudge? Yeah. Now, that's some scary stuff. But they were so realistic. I mean, it wasn't like you're watching, uh, like, uh, what was it, the greatest, the world's greatest athlete where they're in Africa looking for some... Yeah. Great, it's like, no, this was real as shit. And they had real natives, you know, actually as, as extra stuff like that. But the thing is, is to me, as I'm watching this, I'm, especially as 15 year old, I'm like going, oh my gosh. Am I, I don't feel like I should watch this. What do you mean? No. no. Am I going to see it again? Probably. Let not. me ask you something though. I, there, there are a bunch of movies that have been made copying this, such as Cannibal Ferox. Such as eating alive, mangiati vivi. So you got to, or, go, or oh, yeah, you like Jungle that? Holocaust. You're love I this. almost guarantee. Well, here's the thing. I almost guarantee you're going to want to watch those because you're like, man, this was real. I don't want to because it freaked me out. But a little while later, it's going to start percolating in your brain. You're going to be like, that was real. I got to see some more shit like this. And you're going to watch Jungle Holocaust. I saw Jungle Holocaust before I saw this. And that gave me the sickest feeling in my gut. Yeah, see, I don't... It was I, awful. It, it was great. It was a great movie. It did what it wanted to do, but it freaked the shit out of me. And I, I think the first time I watched that, I, you know, I was... I mean, I wasn't a young guy. I mean, I was 15. I guess that's young. How do you, but I was like how do you put kid. this in the horror pantheon? How do you lay this horror, this quote-unquote horror movie here's the thing i call it a disgustoid movie i don't i don't know that i lay it in horror it's put in the horror category Uh, but how is that i mean what do you i think this is a different kind of horror than maybe what we've talked about on the show but there's no doubt in my mind that i would put this in the horror pantheon to me when you put uh the uh, faces of death and all those. No, the- I, do, I don't necessarily. But then again, those those were kind of the Mondo films. And whereas this kind of pretended to be a fake Mondo film, this was completely nobody died in the making of this outside of some animals. You know, and, and blah. Right. Here, here's what I'm saying. When I turn this on, and, and, and this has to be like, I don't know, maybe the fifth or sixth time I've seen this movie. In fact, we covered this for the Cadaver Lab. I mean, this is a movie that seems to... What did Sam think of that? Well, I don't remember, but all I'm saying is is, is I'm sure it freaked him out. But yeah. as I'm watching this this time, and it hasn't... I mean, and I haven't watched it since then, so it's at least been, you know, two or three years since I've seen this last movie, or since I've seen this movie last. And as I'm watching this, I am still watching this movie, and I'm still kind of being put into the situation. I'm still... I realize logically that it's not real, Right, but I am glued to the set. I am oh, watching yeah, this, and I'm just like, "Oh my gosh!" I I remember there's a turtle. I don't remember it being this sick. I remember that there was there was a stabbing of the muskrat. I don't remember it disturbing me this much. Yeah. You know, and and I mean, I'm old. This is you know a lifetime after I saw it for the first time. This freaked me out. Even to this anyone time. else, this is a buffet movie. It's well, like, oh, God, okay, yeah, that's what we do. Sure. To us, we go, you put yourself in that mindset. What would I do right. at that moment? What am I going to do when I'm running through the woods? Well, what am I was, doing hanging out with these assholes? And we didn't even, we didn't even mention that. I mean, we did mention it, but you put all this stuff together on top of the fact that these guys have been hiking in 
for days. Right. They can't just like be, Six oh, days. get me the F out of here. I want to drive out of here. They can't do that. You know, yeah. they are they are shit out of luck if they want to. They like, you know what? They are committed to doing this. There's no escape. You know, you try to run away. That's great. You can do it. But these mother effort, the, the, these freaking uh, natives to this area, they're better at the jungle than you are. They're going to be able to run around. They're, they have better... Uh, you know, they're going to be able to run farther. They they know the jungle better than you. And there do. are still savages out there Absolute. living. Absolutely. Well, I don't know if there are now. I mean, I yes, there's still I, people that live in deep woods. Well, I'm sure there are. I just don't know that for sure. Now, let me ask you this. Okay. Do you fucking go in there and bother them or do you just leave Hell them the fuck alone? No, I don't. Leave there's, them alone, you fucking turds. I'll tell you what there's fuck you in your documentary you know what's so funny is and i mean this might be a little bit too weird but i've been this was filmed in a place called leticia mm-hmm. uh colombia which is right in amazon and it's right on the border of peru colombia and what was it i think it was brazil i think it was right there and i've been working for the last couple of months with people from colombia at mm-hmm. work and i'm you know whatever was fine but after i watched this i watched this last monday and as I'm watching this, my this whole week, my mindset changed. I'm like, these pieces of shit live in a country where this shit goes on, right? And maybe, I guess it's the same. Maybe there's all sorts of, like, delivering shit going on in the South and whatever, and we're clear far oh, away yeah, we. That. You don't have any clue of half the shit that goes on in the world. Well, absolutely. But, but it's but, like, if there's a little crew of people yeah. that live in the fucking woods... And they and they and they've managed to live there forever without leave them the fuck alone. Don't go in there with your fucking documentary. Especially cameras. if they're gonna eat you. Because even if they're not, man, just leave them the fuck alone. I mean, because they we doing are soft, right? We we go we we wake up, we take our warm showers, we eat our our toast, right? Right. These people, they this is still the law of the jungle. Yeah. You know, they don't give a shit about you except for the fact that you are They don't even know about tasting. your fucking iPhone or your fucking, you know, your shave gels and your fucking and, uh, contact lenses, And to baby. me, I think that something that, that, that adds to the whole scariness of this is that here I am in my world doing my thing, but there are people out there who still live as if On it land. was... If, as if it were survival of the fittest and they're out they there. don't give a shit about you it it, it, it and, and just to think that this shit ain't on the moon this is here it's here this is yeah. in our same time zone people yeah this is weird right now and so I, just leave it so here's here's a fair warning okay. just leave them the fuck alone let them fucking do their thing and what i'm saying is don't that, cut down their fucking forest <laughs> don't fucking do their thing just yeah. you know let them fucking live their, their we their lives right now. <laughs> you fucking assholes <laughs> right now dude we i mean i don't know we did not even scratch the surface i feel like with what was going on in this movie sure i don't i don't how think, do you how do you how do you do well that, but i was gonna say even if we spoiled the shit out of this movie we did not do it justice you have to watch this movie to get that feeling in your gut right right to feel that Oh, the, the uneasiness to feel that. Oh my gosh, this is real. It, Cause it seems so hyper real. Um, you know, in, I don't know. And, and this is, it's funny cause this movie has the same effect on me now as it did when I was 15. 
Yeah. I see. I, that's a good. That's a good. See, that's the thing. That's what I kept going with. Is uh-huh. I was like, ah, yeah. I want to say, don't ever bother with that shit. No way. Right. But it's like, but that's that kind of thing. It's like it's just as disturbing. It was a creepy fucking movie. Absolutely. So it's like, how do you not? Give it some props somehow. You now, know? thankfully, I have I have a two disc DVD of this, and uh, it was the Grindhouse uh, DVD of this, where Sage Stallone, uh, Sylvester Stallone's son, had a uh, a company called Grindhouse Pictures for a while. He passed away, but you know he he was putting out movies like this with like awesome extras and stuff like that. And I watched something I can't remember what it was called, but it was an extra called Into the Jungle or something like that, where they where they you know they they. Uh, interviewed Rogero Diodato, you know, and, and there's a lot of stuff that went on with that. He's, I mean, he really feels bad about some of the shit that they did back then with the animals and stuff like that. And, you know, I mean, it's like, I wonder, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying it's okay, but I wonder if the movie would, would nearly be as, as, um, controversial now if so that shit didn't happen. You know, this movie on that grindhouse edition Started out with a whole diatribe in text about, even though we don't condone what happened and what's going on in this movie, we also right. don't want to send. They they freaking quoted Thomas Jefferson. Yeah. When a movie's being introduced by quoting Thomas Jefferson and the evils of of censorship, you know some shit's gonna go down. But right? they go ah, but fuck it, we're putting it out. And that's right that's now. exactly right what here, they right did. Now. And you know, and I, I got to be honest with you. I watched the the that documentary, and it was awesome. It was super cool to see Rogero Diodato, a lot of the people who starred in the movie, and kind of their takes on it. There was a lot of shit that went on behind the scenes. People were fighting uh, because of the you know, uh, like the like the main guy Monroe, the guy who played Monroe, was fighting with Diodato because he didn't want to kill animals. But Diodato was like, "Get the f out of here! You know, you porno piece of shit." You should be lucky that you're in my movie. So he really did play that part then where he's like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah. like, hey, don't stop that. Well, and, and, and there's so many different little storylines that were going on behind the scenes, too, which really made that behind the scene documentary really super cool. Um, as far as this movie's concerned, there, I mean, obviously we have. I don't the- want you to kill any animals, but. Uh- you know, seven uh, a- aborigine- aborigines come into want the water to- with me. Grab my ding dong. Yeah, <laughs> baby. I like that. Well, and we didn't even mention like one of the most uh, uh, iconic scenes of all time where the documentary crew's going out there. They rape this this uh, uh, native girl. And then because she was raped, she has to be punished. And they impale her from asshole out the mouth. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, isn't that's as iconic as any image from any horror movie? I oh think. yeah, you know, even you've just seen the way that, that before, right? Just, just the way that creepy fucking bastard was sitting there talking about it. Oh, oh my god, I can't believe what they did. It's just yeah. you know, it's just yeah. Social commentary, political commentary was on, but it, I mean, it wasn't like it wasn't political commentary as if. Oh, you know, it wasn't like as it, as it would be now. I mean, it was more of a kind of a criticism about Western society, stuff like that. But it wasn't so over the top that you're just like, well, what an ass, what a, what a, what a pinko piece of shit, right? I mean, right. I, yeah. I wasn't was, thinking that at all. It was gun power. Look at that. You and your uh, caveman world and right. us and our, uh, who are you know, the real savages, yeah. you know, type of thing. 
I don't know, man. This movie, every time I watch it, like I said, it has the same impact on me as it did when I was 15. Every time I watch this movie, I see new scenes that freak me out. I get a little bit more out of it. Um, I don't know. I, I hate to say that I love it, but every time I watch it, I am enthralled all the way through. I would say that this is, this is almost like horror 101 required watch for any horror fan. I think that this is something that you need to watch to just kind of see the limits of horror movies stretched. You know, there are all sorts of different genres of horror. Cannibal movies is one of them. Sure. And I think this stands up as one of the pinnacles of cannibal movies. I think this is the cannibal movie that if you're a horror movie, you have to watch. I would say that it's, I mean, I bought this movie, obviously. I I mean, I because I'm with you and because I don't know if I could say, hey, you know what we ought to do? Let's get together and let's all watch Cannibal Holocaust. Wouldn't that be the most awkward party in the world? I ain't, you know. Oh, yeah. You've never heard more uh, silence in your life. Than, uh, <laughs> you know, it's do funny. Do that for the, the, the fucking. Uh... And, and it's a little anecdote as I'm watching this. Ember kept saying, no, well, you know, she kept walking in the, the room and I kept pausing it or turning it off. She's like, what are you? Are you? And what do you pause like, it on? Because well, every bit of it was just like, I had to, oh, there's the ding dong <laughs> squirting blood out. She's like, what are you watching? You have to turn it off. And I'm like, I'm watching Cannibal Holocaust. You want to watch it with me? And I'm, and I'm, she's like, no, I don't want to watch it, but I want to see what's going on right now because she watches and she's like, you got your hand on your ding dong, Mikey, you know? So I'll, I'll watch it. And she's in two seconds, in two, two seconds later, she's like, ah, that's enough. I'm out of here. You know, it, it's that kind of movie. You yeah. know, you don't want to, you don't want to sit around with a bunch of friends and watch this cause you're going to be bummed out. It's going to, it's going to make you sick. I watch dirty dancing, watch footloose. If you want to, if you want to hang out with your buddies, maybe uh, touch each other. You know, watch something like that. Don't watch this because this will totally make everyone go. All right, bro, I got to go home. All I'm saying though, dude, is that because of the way, because of to the level of the of how this movie affects me and how it has since I was 15, and now that I'm way older than that, and it still has an effect on me. I'm gonna fire it up. 15, you see it. I'm 40. I see it. I am almost 40. Well, I'm just saying it had the same effect. Well, maybe not to the extent, but it has the same. It still makes me feel sick. I got to give this a bone saw, but. You're giving it the bone. I don't really want to watch this a lot more. Yeah. I'll never watch it again. I don't, I don't even, well, and I, I probably said the same thing, but I've watched it a handful of times. I don't know, man. Enough I, to buy the DVD? Yeah, and I, you have. I, and I bought I bought the DVD, like uh, a DVD of this three times. I mean, this is one that I bought and rebought. It's not one that I even really love to watch, yeah. but it's one of those things Never that again. I say, I think it's, it's kind of like it's required reading for college. This is required watching for a horror fan, right? I don't know. I put this up with... Some of the, like with Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Friday the 13th. I like those movies more. I've watched those movies more. But this is essential viewing is what I'm saying. It's it, it's disturbing for sure. And I think that the whoever did the uh, practical effects for it was a fantastic master. That's for damn sure. I totally agree with you. One thing They can't we- even get guts to look good in 2013. 
like the guts that I was seeing in there. It's I like, wonder yeah, if you it's throw because some you, yellows in there. You saw the turtle guts. You're like, oh, that is disgusting. That's awful. So by the time you get the human guts, you don't even want to. You, you're looking away. No, dude. Yeah. No. The disembowelment of that first little hippie guy. I was like, those are good guts. Yeah, sure. But they're fucking dangling them over the head. Oh, I, yeah. Right. I was like, those are good fucking guts. <laughs> I I don't. I can't say that I love this movie, but I. I and I can't even say that I'm going to watch this a but bunch of times. It a bone. But I'm giving it the bones. I, in fact, I don't even I th- I don't even think that I gave it the bone saw when we talked about it on Cadaver Lab. But what I'm saying is is this is one I just cannot believe that you know, uh, 27 years later, you know, after I watched it the first time, I'm still just like, wow, yeah, this yeah. is still making me sick to my There's stomach. There's no doubt about that, and that and that's where I'm coming down. I'm sorry, people. With great reluctance, I give this a bone saw. Yeah. And well, you're, you're a horror master. Well, maybe. I don't you're watch the Pooh Bear a podcast really, and the horror master. I don't really want to tell people to go watch this. If you haven't seen it, I, I'm like, because if they watch this, because I uh, off of my recommendation, they want they'll be like, "You piece of shit! I can't believe I sat through this." But it. I'm sorry. It's essential but viewing. It's essential viewing for horror. Just don't it is watch, what it is. Just don't watch it with your wives or, in Amanda's case, with your husband, who's a sweet cake. You know, yeah. he will not like this, is what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. And I actually, I think Amanda was saying, hey, is there a version out there without the animal cruelty? I don't know if there is or not, but that's part of the most sickening parts of this movie. I, oh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's done. The animals are dead. Whether you watch it or not, I'm just saying I really feel like that adds to the effect that the movie has on me that's all i got man i yeah, i feel like i'm tapped i at the end of this movie and at the end of watching the documentary i was exhausted i'm like i don't know if my psyche can take any more of this oh yeah there's no way i would have watched the documentary <sighs> it was it was actually just watching it i was like for christ's sake <laughs> it it's was, intense oh yeah and i was glad it was all over and I just went, but I bet you didn't good. blink. I bet you watched the whole thing. Every bit of it. <sighs> Awful. And I wonderful. Went, That's, I like the way they wrap the story. I like the story. I like the way they put it all together. Mm-hmm. I love the practical effects. And it was cool to see the beginnings of a found footage type of film, right? Oh yeah. I mean, as soon as I started watching it, when they were flashing through that, I was right. like, that's where that shit came from. Sure, right absolutely. there. Absolutely. I will say, though, that this is such a bummer that we're actually changing the movie that we're doing next. Mm. We're going to, you know what? I just got a, like I, like I talked about, we just got, we're, we're going to do The Conjuring next time. But we want to do something that's fun as shit for next episode. So we're going to do something off the Full Moon catalog. We haven't decided on that yet. But just so you know, we're moving The Conjuring back because we want something that's going to make us happy and tingly. Yeah, let's do tuned. But. Make I, you happy and tingly, probably. Oh, you're going to. be gonna, like. Dirty no. Satan whore with a no, hairy dude. burger. Dude, let me tell you. Well, maybe. But I'll tell you. I was talking about this at work today. And I was like, dude, how can you argue with a movie called Ginger Dead Man 3, The the Passion of the Crust? Oh, The Passion of the Crust. <laughs> we'll do some good shit. We'll do some good. Don't worry. Don't we'll figure worry. it out. No, I think we're going to do Head of the Family, which is amazing. Head you of will, the Family. You'll like. And there's some fur burger in that. Sounds nice. Let's that do got, that. Uh, the guy from uh, Full House in it. No, head of the family. No, but maybe. 
But what? We'll, but we'll probably that's not set in stone. But we're gonna do that anyway. So you got anything else, man? I, like I said, this movie is exhausting to watch. It's exhausting to talk about. We didn't even scratch the surface on this movie. Seriously, people. I have so many more notes. So many more little nuggets as far as like. Hey, guess what? Some trivia is on this. Look at this. I didn't even touch any oh of this. Oh my god, I know. This I didn't guy ch- has like like uh an encyclopedia of notes that he takes. There, Cuz there's a ton of shit out there about it. And I'm, you know what? And, and basically, I'm skipping it Steve all. Steve Jobs would be so proud of you the way you worked that fucking iPad. Well, sh- well he's like, "Look I make at that it- motherfucker." Hi. He's like, "That's what this is why I invented the iPad." For you to make notes like that. We're skipping it all. We touched on some of it. This is just something you have to experience. There's nothing that we could say to prepare you for this. Is I guess where I'm going with this. That's true. Anyway, should uh, we do a recap on the question of the episode? I'd love that. Uh, Okay, so what movie would have been better with a character or characters from a different movie in it? Like I said, there's no rules. Any kind of character, no matter how big or small. Polly Shore. Name the character. Name the movie. Even if it was the Weasel, that's fine with Polly me. Shore in uh, Dream Warriors. That would have been amazing. Instead of Johnny Depp. He Johnny Depp wasn't in Dream Warriors. Snap. Oh, was oh, he snap. in two? No, he was in, no, one, he was in one. And that was it. Uh, but the bone phone, 385 Call us in with your thoughts about Cannibal Holocaust, too. Golly. Because I really feel like that will bring some passion out yeah. from the people. I, I really, because, I mean, this freaked me out. I'm 37 years old. I'd be curious to hear what people got to say about it. Do you hate it? Do you love it? Answer the question in the episode. Give us your thoughts on Cannibal Holocaust. Other than that, I, I've about had it, man. This uh, is about as much as I can take for one episode watching Cannibal Holocaust and uh, talking about it too much. Is that I all we got? To Betsy. Yep, that's it. All right. So for the Corpus Cast, we will catch you guys later. Goodbye, bye. Oh,